Hello everyone, this is KLWGM. A quick word before our show today. I hope you guys are enjoying this chapter. It is my favorite chapter so far, and it might even be my favorite chapter of the whole series. I'm happy Valerian's back in the picture as he's one of my favorite characters, and it's cool seeing the party having to spar with him politically. Who are your favorite characters? What moments have been your favorite? Send us a message at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or at tblazernetwork on Twitter to let us know. We love hearing from you, and I want to thank you all for listening to the show. Last time on Trailblazers, David's reign as a Rokusaki was off to a bumpy start. David now, the ruler of this army of assassins, began putting different plans into motion in his ever-difficult quest to finding and stopping Kaiser Soze. After a bit, his new soldiers had found Kaiser, but when David went to confront him, all that was left was a Lin Kuei hung to death with the name of David's daughter written in blood on the Lin Kuei's shirt. Kaiser did several things like this to taunt David, ever eluding him. David participated in a delegation with the Empire, keeping up the facade that David and the Orokusaki and the King of the North were different people. Will David find Kaiser Soze? Can he handle the situation with the Empire without causing a disaster? Find out this week on Trailblazers! I will have Kaiser Soze publicly disemboweled and hung from his intestines at our front gates. Brutal. Metal man, metal. Tell me, Kaiser, ever heard of the band Iron Maiden? No, not Iron Maiden. I was actually going to say before I taught all the local musicians to play Kill 'Em All by Metallica, and that's <laughs> that's what they play when we go into battle. But it's like with flutes and lutes. Well, I was thinking you could play Iron Maiden while having people in Iron Maidens. I don't like Iron Maiden. All right. Well, anyway, Never what do you guys do? You, you are back. You have just returned home. I take it, Dom, you read the letters, right? I read the letters. Okay. You didn't see my letters? I saw your letters. I read him. I read them. That's my response to his letters. Yeah, so let's say that you, you show him your letters for his advice. What do you think about these? Why don't I read all the letters so that everybody knows what was said here? We don't want anybody being lost. David, you received a letter from the Emperor, and it read, Dear Honorable, Noble, and Righteous King, I want to first thank you for the honor you did me by sending a very member of your court, Mr. Ashitaka, to me in such an expedient manner. Along with this letter, I hope Ashitaka conveyed my compelling motivation for wanting the return of your hero, David Cohen. Enclosed in this letter is another letter I wish to find its way into Mr. Cohen's hands. After reading this letter, he will want to immediately return to Core Hall. It would be a personal favor to me if you teleport him, as you did Mr. Ashitaka, to Core Hall. If after reading the letter he does not desire to return, what would that matter to a man such as you? You are powerful and hold such sway. What could a man, even a hero, do against your will? I ask that you escort him here against his will if necessary. Any bad will you get from your people by doing so will most certainly be outweighed by my happiness, don't you agree? If you are putting your will towards something, I know that your men honor you so much they would put your will into motion immediately. So expecting you to accomplish this by any time later than midnight tonight would be an insult to your person, for it would assume you do not have the loyalty of your men. I would not disgrace you in such a way. It only follows reason that if he has not returned to me by then, that it was not your will to honor my request. Such a spit in the face if received by my father would surely result in violent repercussions. It's a good thing I am not my father, eh? On another note, you will be glad to hear that the war with the Orcish Horde is tidying up nicely. Soon it will be finished and both our lands will be made safer, as the Horde wouldn't have stopped at our borders. You should be pleased that you have not known war. It is a dirty business. No matter who wins, there's always casualties on both sides. I'm sure you people are proud that your majesty has been able to keep peace for as long as you have. It is surely a great achievement. 
From one ruler to another, let me tell you how tiring it is to wage war. For example, right now I have to locate thousands of clockwork war machines to bear against the horde. I'm able to match their numbers with my machines, and though they lose lives, I lose only metal, which is replaced in a day. To put it in perspective, take note of your territory size, and double it. That is how wide the horde has spread throughout the land. Imagine the number of soldiers I have to employ to overcome such an enemy. With their eminent defeat, I will be pleased to have all those resources no longer tied up and set about other tasks. I wish to no longer meet via proxies. Your greatness is only to be honored by my presence, and not the presence of those I send. Let our next meeting be face to face, you and I. I have such important matters to discuss, I would do it with you alone, and none other. Emperor Valerian Mengsk. And this was the attached letter. David, as of two days ago, I now hold sway over the creatures from your world. Come to me, and I will give you all the answers you have been seeking. Your friend, Emperor Valerian Mengsk. David, this is a letter you've drafted in response. Emperor Mengsk. I relayed your message to our common friend. He in turn wrote a letter which is being delivered with this letter and told me he is leaving at first light. As you know, he is a hero to our lands and a free man, and I will allow him to return to you his way. As to the rest of the letter, it is true we marvel here in the north at your great machine army, and we are grateful for your sacrifices in holding back the orc hordes, which would no doubt be a threat to our lands too. We of course have no great army, and yet I would not consider us weak or defenseless. You see, great emperor, you do not always have to defeat an army on the field of battle to take away a man's will to fight. We have always found finding what people love and cherish most, what is they are fighting for or to protect, is the best way to end a conflict. Everyone has a weak spot. We are very good at locating and exploiting such a spot. That is our strength. But I could go on forever about such things. I agree. Let's meet face to face. And as a demonstration of what I just wrote about earlier, I will come to you and surprise you when you least expect it. All in good fun, of course. You are truly a great leader of men and someone I wish to call a friend. Your humble friend, Sun Tzu. And then this is the letter you attach to it. My Emperor, I have received your correspondence and I am anxious to learn of the sway you have acquired. During my journeys here, I also have learned much more in the way of the mysterious nature of my world mixing with this world. I can't explain everything now. I have so much to tell you, my friend. I cannot return immediately. I have one more stone to turn over, but it is on my way back. I will ride out towards Korhal tomorrow and will arrive to you within 60 days. Please do not take this as a disrespect to you or be angry with the Northern King. When I return to you and tell you everything that has happened, I promise you will understand why it must be this way. Your friend and servant, David. By the way, don't think I didn't notice that little line you put in there about a weak spot. I Okay, I get, I see you. I see you. You missed a comma in the third sentence. Tharn. <laughs> Tharn. Son of Gimli. Lord of Moria. King under the mountain. Speak friend and enter. Okay, that needs to stop. <laughs> Nerds. I like your letters, David. When I read the second letter, I started feeling a bit schizophrenic. What do you mean? Because I knew you were the same guy writing both letters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wrote them in characters. I have to write one is me and one is the king. I like the second letter. Your humble friend, your humble servant, both would work. Yeah, so what I was thinking was to respond with those letters and then grab the, the team we have and go to Lich's castle. My lord, Tacitus yep. says... What's up? There may be a hitch in that plan. Which is? There has some reports of men moving on from the east to the north. What does that mean? What men? Uh, vicious men. Men who are killing everything in their wake, and they're coming our way. 
Big burly men. Lumberjacks, right, Caleb? Correct. A bunch of lumberjacks. <laughs> Are we new, talking it's, about... It's a new class in Pathfinder. <laughs> em, em, empirical soldiers or something different? Something different. They seem... Not imperial soldiers. Empirical soldiers. They fly no banners. Because so they're if they are, then they are not. They are not touting it. Do we have any people? So, I'm, is this just news we're hearing, or, or we have men who have, have uh, seen this? We have seen it. <clears throat> what do they look like? They are of varied races. So you're they're saying varied. just out of the blue, there's just this marauding multi-ethnic gang going across the lands, killing people. This is what I am. With their about. empiricism. I don't get those jokes. What did I say? Did I say it wrong? I don't get them jokes either. I'm just Caleb said, hoping he'll stop. When Caleb first said he said empirical... No, when you first said it, David, you said imperial soldiers. Sorry, I meant imperial. Uh, imperial. Yeah. That's some science thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, are they in our lands yet? You're saying they're heading towards our lands. They're heading towards our lands. What's their numbers? Dang, you know, if I was... Smart, what, are we talking about tank guys or a million I would, guys? I would, I would come up with this number before. Um, it's always the same thing, Caleb. You know we're going to ask specifics. how many. I don't do you want specific. me to command an army? Yeah, the I numbers know. of people you're fighting is um, important. But it's always the th same three questions. How many are there? Yeah. Or Does how it have long a is it? Or how big is it? How big is it? <laughs> and can um, a dragon fit in it? And can a dragon fit in it? That's correct. Um, the first reports are at least over 50. Over 50. Okay. Um, well, we should be able to handle that, right? My lord, I believe you can handle anything. Okay, then if they're 50, send 200 men and kill them. And bring me a couple alive. But wait. May I? Go ahead. Yes, you may. No, stop saying may I. Just talk. I think killing them would be premature. So we I, should just let them keep killing people? No. We should see what they're up to first. If they, if we can find any evidence of that they're Imperial soldiers, that of who they are, what they want, I would do so. I would recommend sending some of our spies to spy on them first. And then if... We find that they're just a bunch of guys we don't really like, then we can kill them all. But information is critical. Right, but they're they're actively murdering people, correct? Everyone they come across, they have killed. In our lands? They have not re yet reached our lands. They're still in the Empire. Well, maybe Valerian will take care of it. I would still... Um, I hear you, I hear you. We're going to do both. Send the crows to observe them while they're still in the borders of the Empire. And... If they cross, kill them, and bring me a couple alive. Oh, Lord. I have 200 men ready to meet them, head on. Uh, yes, my Lord, this is going to result in many casualties. We are not used to fighting head on. Well, then do whatever you do it. Ninja them through the woods or something, when they're not ready for it. Guerrilla warfare. Or yes, Grandmaster. <laughs> and if there's any problems, let me know, and I'll go kill them all myself. If I want, you guys need to see how it's done. Of course, Grandmaster. And I slam my gun on the table. I'm like, yeah. How far are they from our borders? Traveling. We say maybe two weeks, three weeks. But then again, maybe if we go in and uh, take care of that, it might uh, help us with Valerian, our relationship. I would say definitely Valerian would appreciate it, but I don't believe he would appreciate a violation of his borders. All right, that's the plan. Send the crows. Uh, even a spy, if you think you have a guy capable of doing that without getting himself killed. Uh, and see, also... Uh, Tessar Smile says, we did have a guy. We found him hung in, the in a room a couple days ago. Oh. Uh, we'll get the second best guy. And then, uh, 
<laughs> Tell them that the other thing to look for is, um, you know, are they just gone mad or is someone in charge? If there's someone in charge, we definitely want him. Very well. And then uh, keep me up on the situation. For sure. Now back to the matter at hand. So you like these letters, Tharn? You think that's a good move? I do. And then my idea was to send these immediately and then head out to the Lich's castle. Buys us a little bit of time. I was thinking if we teleport to the Lich's castle, it takes a day for the guy to be ready to take us back, so we'd only be gone three days. So even if Valerian gets really upset and decides to pull all his forces and invade us, it can't happen in three days. So either way, we'll be back in time. Grandmaster, what shall I do if we come across Mr. Soze while you are departed? Well, I'm going to be gone for three days, and when I'm gone, I'm leaving you in charge of what's happening. As we discussed. So you're going to have to use your best uh, reasoning. It all depends on the situation. If it seems like he could be captured, then capture him. If it seems like you can't capture him but could kill him, then kill him. Or just observe and follow and and let me know. But he's clearly a very dangerous man. So if you're going to get into it with him, make sure you have him overwhelmingly outnumbered. No more, obviously, one-on-one conversations. I I think his speech is part of his magic. I don't think you want to listen to him talk. So if you do capture him, I would suggest uh, cut his tongue out or gag him or something. No, don't cut his tongue out. Gag him. This is where we wish we had Ashitaka. Yeah, if you capture him... You can get I'm anything gone. out of anyone. Right. I'll deal with that. I'm only going to be gone for three days. So the chances that you find him and catch him in the next three days are probably slim anyway because he seems pretty elusive. But just use your best judgment depending on the situation. Yes, Grandmaster. And as always, don't take any chances with uh, innocence. If, it's, if he's in Antioch or in one of our cities and it's too public, just watch him. Don't get people killed. Very well. Can you handle all that for three days? I can. All right. So... I assume we have more than one teleporting wizard. We do not. We only have one guy? That is correct. Oh, such a pain in the neck. <laughs> uh, I can't work with you people anymore. Yeah, really. Go somewhere and kidnap me another teleporting Listen, wizard. Listen, I know how much you love magicians and wizards. <laughs> I hate them, but in this case, speed is... Hey, Caleb, just off the side, on the map, where are these guys? In... Juxtaposition they are to the, the, the They're following the same path you took to go to the empire, uh, to go to the north. So would the ride to the Lich's castle intersect that? I thought you were teleporting. I'm just asking a question. I'm deciding since I only have one oh, ability to uh, teleport. No, because let's open up the map here. Um, the map. Um, the map. Um, the map. You could tell David his children. Um, oh, I took that from the armory. I have the door explorer backpack. All right, cool. Um, great, I'll, I'll be playing that. And I'm going to sing you guys the songs all through the game. Every time I want a weapon, it's going to be like, Backpack, backpack. <laughs> um, they are... Here's your gun! Going from... <laughs> <laughs> they are going the gun, I'm from the gun, about... I'm the gun. If you could draw a curved line from Tanlu to the left of the mountains and then up, that is the path they are going. The Lich's Castle is off the map north, straight up from Tanlu. Straight up, past the mountains, up past the map. So they're so, in Tanlu heading west yes. from Tanlu. So if you were to go to Lich's Castle, you would not intersect them at all. because you'd go. But where are east. we right now? Where's You're Annie? off the map um, maybe the a quarter from the left side, straight up, in between those mountains. 
Gotcha. So no, you would not intersect them. Gotcha. And if you were by foot, you'd have to go over mountains and crap. No, we're taking horses. What happened to teleporting? Because I can only teleport one thing. So I either need to teleport the messages or ourselves. Oh, I see. You could just wait a day. Right, but you wanted this answer. Oh, you mean wait a day to leave, yeah. It'd still be quicker than horseback. That's but true. Do what you want. No, no, no. You're right. This wizard must be exhausted. <laughs> no, it's going to take more than a day. He teleports there. Then he has to wait a day to teleport back. Then he has to wait a day to be able to teleport again. Three days is shorter than three weeks. I know, but I'm not a patient, Saki. You can always have the wa the guy walk back. Oh, yeah! Man, you're full of good ideas. Screw that guy. They'll probably have him killed anyway just for delivering those messages. Well, no, the, the wizard still has to teleport himself back. Master. He doesn't have to go with them. He teleports no, I thought the, the guy has to be with you. Ne You've Yo. been teleported several times in this campaign where it was just you and a group of people. So it's like Maybe. a mini-yacht, Scotty? Like he could teleport us back even if he's not with us? Right, but then he can't bring us back unless he comes with us. Correct. So he doesn't have to go with that courier, and the courier can take a horse back, but he can go with you to the um, Lich's castle. Man, the physics of magic. See why I hate wizards? <laughs> it's pretty simple, um, actually. If I may make a recommendation... You may! Stop saying that! Or I'll have you killed! <laughs> um, that's my way of entering the conversation, by the way. That's Just enter not... the conversation! Um, Besides, we're all talking out of game anyway. It might not be a bad idea to open up an embassy. Or request an embassy to be opened up in the capital. Uh, yeah, is, I that, is, that, is that Air Force jet flying by you, too? I, I live near Air Base, so... I hear Air Force yeah, jets all the time. Okay. I hear what yeah, you're saying. Like... I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're we're at an embassy yet. He just sent a letter like with a very veiled threat of turning his entire clockwork army on us. Okay. I think until I work out myself okay. with him, I don't think he's going to be too... He's just going to keep saying, okay, where's Dave? Yeah, okay, where's Dave? We want to start an embassy. Oh, good, where's Dave? Sounds great. Where's Dave? I'm almost done with these orcs, so I can come murder all of you. <clears throat> That's pretty much what he said in that letter, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yep, and on the door of the embassy is going to be Mana's head on a post. How do you like that, Valerian? <laughs> and he'll probably kill himself. All right, that's what we're going to do. The wizard's going to teleport the courier with the message, but stay with us. And then the next morning, we're going to go to the Lich's castle. But he's coming hey. with us. There's a tap on the door, and Tassadar leaves, and he comes back after a little bit, and he goes, Grandmaster. Yes, the sir? Man with the, uh, the man with the yellow hair requests an audience. He can always have an audience. You just bring him right in. That's my boy. My boy? Your, your boy. Uh, yes. Of course. Uh, and he opens up the gate and in comes. Um, and the only thing more fiery than his yellow hair is how angry he looks right now. Ugh. He looks pissed. What's got to do with drama? Oh, they bring me the sign language guy. Uh, I don't know the guy's with him. He looks right at you, David, and he starts signing. And the translator says to you, he goes, I'm mad at you. <laughs> Luckily, I have a face mask on, so he doesn't yeah. see like that. I'm laughing. Yeah. Um. Okay. What's What's the problem? I thought you were different. I thought you were someone special. What are you talking about? He goes. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the fact that your name Orokusaki fits you pretty darn well. You know, Thaddeus never would have approved of this. If this is what you're gonna do, then I'm out. I'll take my chances on my own. Do what? What am I doing? That's so bad. He kind, of, he kind of mimics like a sarcastic laugh, and he goes, Oh, like the great Orokusaki doesn't know everything that happens in his borders. You don't know what's happening right now in the middle of town. 
listen, this guy's hands are getting tired. Are you going to tell me what's happening or not? You're sacrificing innocent civilians for your own stupid game. Tassadar, what's this guy talking about? Uh, my lord, right now, Zeratul is in the town carrying out your wishes. My wishes? Uh, what wishes? Uh, you told us to give him everything at his disposal to find these, uh, the answer to your question. And that means what? Well, he's performing a ritual today that required people. <clears throat> you didn't think I, I also said we weren't going to rule through fear and intimidation. You didn't think you needed to tell me this? I'm sorry, Orokusaki. When you say give this man everything he needs, I tend to take you at your word. Ugh. Let's go to town. Gotta do everything myself. And you see, like, lightning's like looking left and right. He goes, So you didn't know about this? Of course I didn't know about this. What do I look like? Phoenix? <laughs> Going around killing people? What's wrong with you people? Alright, let's go to town. ASAP. Um, are you sure, my lord? Rituals tend, if they're interrupted, uh, they stop working. Oh, they're gonna be interrupted. Let's go. <sighs> okay. Uh, I, I give a wary glance at Tassadar and then I keep moving. Where are you glancing at him for? Alright, uh, you guys go, uh, and if you're a little trip to the forest, into the town, when you get in view of it, there's a bunch of people in a circle, and there's some sort of ins ins inscription on the ground, a circle, some ritualistic circle, and uh, Zeratul is in the, uh, in the middle of it. He's like holding his hands up, and he's looking up, and he's chanting. And then all around are your guards, all around the circle, and there's like people around looking at it. And every once in a while, somebody, uh, there's like people lined up in the circle. One will fall down and you're dragged out and somebody else is brought in. Okay. Um, and where is he? In the middle? Like a middle town, yeah. No, but I mean, where is... Uh, Zeratul, he's in the middle is. of the circle. And I, uh, we, I just have the carriage like pull like right up to it. All right. One of the guards says, um, Lord, the ritual is almost complete. Please do not interrupt it. Are you giving me an order? Yeah, I was, I, I was about to say. I look at the guard. I, this, is, this is your master you're speaking to. Yes, and by the master's orders, I am to listen to everything Zeratul says. Zeratul told me to give this message to all who come by. To interrupt the uh, ceremony would be to waste the lives that have already fallen. Oh my gosh. Now, the, the ru this runic circle on the ground is like beginning to glow a green color. Kind of a deep green. And the runes start, like, coming up out of the ground, like, um, imitations of them in energy. I turn around, my back to the circle, to whisper into David's ear. At, at this point, we should just let things run, take its course. Okay. Uh, Tassadar. Yes. Right now, start getting the names of all those people. All their families are going to be compensated. This is terrible. Yes. You see another and person so falls now, down. From now on, no matter what I say... There's an overarching rule in this land. You don't kill people that are non-combatant. You understand? No matter what I say, no one has the right to go and take people against their will and murder them. I can't believe I have to explain this. Uh, someone else falls down, and uh, they're taken out, and a kid is put in this place, maybe 10 years old. Do you... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you all, and then we won't have to worry about this. I'm just going to deliver you to Valerian to be slaughtered. You people are, like, crazy. Oh. After David said the uh, we don't t we don't uh, kidnap and kill innocent people, I start fiddling with the dragon, my dragon belt buckle, and just start kicking the dirt. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. I went over there uh -huh. and I use my metal hand, like kind of like put it, prop it up, and I pull the I pull the kid away. All right. Um, 
a violent wind starts kind of like blowing and almost kind of like a around you uh, around the circle and, uh, and you see like the runes start like they were floating up flat and they start like going askew and Zeratul's speaking and he kind of looks over and I take the kid and I kind of throw him away from everything okay as hard as you think you could throw a kid without hurting him okay and then I grab the guard that said something to me and I put him in its place <laughs> oh uh, the, the runes start adjusting themselves again Another person falls down, and they're replaced with, with... Who could they be replaced with? Let's find out! Here on Who's Gonna Die Next! Da -da 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 -da. I grab Tharn and put him in his place. <laughs> Roll a new character. Uh, this is a, another boy. Okay, I take another guard and put him in the boy's place. And I say, anyone starting to get the idea here? And the guards kind of look at each other. And uh, another one falls down, and the guard kind of like looks around. They're like, nobody wants to step in. Okay, well, we're not killing children, so... Um, and he goes, all right, no more children. And uh, grabs another guy and puts him in there. Some and you guys civilian. are quick. You guys are quick. I like that. Very smart. <laughs> and uh, someone else falls down? Okay, so now I need to roll my, one, my D2. My D4 was man, woman, boy, girl. Grab a woman, bring her in. Good. Women are useless. Use all the women. Completely <laughs> Dislike them. Zero out of ten would not. And all game. wizards and magicians. Except my teleport guy. Um, and it lasts about another ten minutes. Maybe eight more people die. Oh my gosh. And then uh, uh, everything stops and there's this huge um, like green energy comes down. And, uh, and then it stops. Boom. The wind dies down and everything stops. And now Zeratul is holding uh, a piece of paper that he was not holding before. And Zeratul starts looking at it. And then he looks over at you, and he, and, he, uh, and he puts his head down so he doesn't look at your face. And says, greetings. That piece of paper better be worth a bunch of dead people. And mm -hmm. knowledge is worth many sacrifices, especially the knowledge you desire. I'll be the judge of that. As the great Oroku Saki upset with his loyal servant. Yes. I don't want I don't like people being killed and murdered. So against their will, taken and killed. So My Lord, we're gonna have to work on that. That is not something we prefer, but sometimes such forbidden knowledge requires sacrifice. I'll and be the judge of that. It all depends what that paper says. Well, I know that you told me to do this through all possible means. It would make you very happy to get this information, so I am doing all that I know. But making you upset is the least of what I wish to do, and ne'er again will somebody die on my watch to find out this information for you. Please accept all of my apologies. All he, get, he gets is, on his knees and he puts his he his forehead to the ground. Okay, I kind of go over and I, like I put, as David as David's doing his thing, I kind of mutter, "Oh, please." I go over and I kind of lift him back up. Okay, he still doesn't look at you. He keeps his head down. Yeah, and um and I pull Tassadar over and I'm like, "Listen. <laughs> I can't be any more clear about this. I don't want to be the murderer of people. So next time something like this comes up, stop making full decisions on your own. Just run it by me." So now the next time something happens, don't say, well, we should have killed that guy, but you told us not to kill anyone. Just, if people need to be killed, let me know what's going on. Is that good enough? 
Yes, Grandmaster. Of course, your will is final. Because now it's already done, and you didn't. I didn't get a chance to make that decision of whether this piece of paper is worth it or not. So let's just hope it is. So what is it? Oh, great Grandmaster Orokusaki, this is should help us find the location of the black books which we seek. We seek black books. Yes, the great Grandmaster, the books that will tell us about the great creature from another world. The mistaken god, the macrobe. Macrobe, damn it. Alright. Where is it? I will have to spend time with the writings. I have only just procured them. Believe okay. me, I will come to you at the earliest possible moment that I have come across. A breakthrough. Okay. And try to hold down the mass murdering until we talk again, okay? Yes. An All right, thanks. Another thousand apologies. Great, great okay. master. To make you unhappy... Oh, I would rather open up an, uh, one of my own veins. Okay. No reason to get me dramatic. Just tell me. Just go do what you were doing. It's already done. What's done is done. I go back to the carriage. All right. You guys go back. In the carriage when you're alone with Tassadar and uh, Thorin, Tassadar says, My lord, uh, at the risk of incurring further your wrath, please remember in your great mercy that I am new to this. As I've told you before, my role with your predecessor was more akin to the role Suko has with you. I... I can't... I did not think to run by to you everything that happened. I take your order and I try to do the best I can with it. If your order is help... Uh, give Zeratul everything he needs, I give Zeratul everything he needs. I don't feel like I have to come by to you every ten minutes with Zeratul now needs a cup of water. I exaggerate, Grandmaster, but I believe you understand my point. And I'm I do. finding it difficult to understand like what you... to run by you and what to leave to its vices. I, okay. Devices. I hear you. But in the beginning, I said, we're going to change the way the relationship between the Lin Kuei and the people. They're not just cattle at our disposal for our whims. I want us to be thought of as their protectors and justice. How are they going to think of us that way if every time we need to kill people, we just go kill them? Why not kill a bunch of the Lin Kuei if we need to kill people? People who are already pledged to us to serve. Will this task yeah. not protect the people? <laughs> no. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with how they view us. They won't view us as protectors. If we come into town and just grab a bunch of kids and start killing them, we need to win their minds. And You understand? Mm -hmm. So let that over-arc everything else. So when someone says to do something that you think would give us... You know, like going into the town and murdering a bunch of people, that's what I want you to run by me. The cup of water, you handle it. No more murdering people. My lord, says, uh, says the translator. Like yeah. wishes to speak. Uh, enlightening signs. And, uh, and the translator says, I'm sorry for being mad at you. I thought as uh, the master you knew everything. And people kept saying it was on your orders. Well, technically it was. <laughs> but certainly, I never specifically told anyone to kill children. And uh, and then I say, like, kind of in a joke, you've been traveling with me. You know I'm neither great nor all-knowing. I understand. Just because I have a mask on and a title. <laughs> you, know, you know me better than any of these guys. Come on now. He goes, I know. It's just that, just that it felt like you were dishonoring Thaddeus. Gotcha. And then I, uh, I, I say... Uh, I pull my gun out and twirl it, and I say, plus, you know how I prefer to kill things. You know when I'm killing things. 
He shakes his head yes. He goes. I do my own business. He goes, well, on a similar vein, I can't say that I'm not worried about you. You have a lot of power, and I've, I've, I never really, I've never, I've yet to see somebody who has a lot of power keep his morals. So you, you can count on me to call you out if you do something stupid. Well, then you'll be doing a lot of calling out, because I'm a very stupid person. <laughs> he smiles and laughs. Hey, well, I got you. Uh, we're going on a little, a little adventure if you want to join us. Someplace you've been before. He goes, oh, really? Oh, uh, sure. Where are we going? I'll give you a clue. I pretty much wrecked everybody up in there. Dragons and all that kind of business. It's where we found you. I was about to say, oh, so everywhere. <laughs> no, um, I didn't kill dragons yeah, everywhere. He goes, He's only seen me kill dragons one time. He goes, where you found me? He goes, no, 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 thank you. Uh, I've seen enough horned men in my lifetime. Oh, no, no, we're going to avoid all that. We're not going to the horned men. We're going straight there, straight to the to the castle. To the lich's castle? Yeah, the dead lich's castle. He's not there. Yes, the dead lich's castle, whose whole theme is dead things come back to life. I'm right on there. there. I'm right if with you. Let me go was, grab a knife. If he's there, I'll just kill him again. <laughs> he laughs and he goes, sure, but I don't know what kind of fighting I can do, but I'll be happy to tag along. I oh, yeah, I to ask him that. What's his I, deal? Yeah, I, I chime in. What skills do you have? And he says, Besides telling me I'm stupid. <laughs> he smiles and laughs. And he goes, most of the skills I've acquired, I seem to no longer be able to do. I know. He was actually more useful as fireflies. I grab the guy's hands and tell him not to sign that. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I can hear. I'm not deaf. Oh, I didn't know you understood the language. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did. We talked to him all the time. That's right. He goes, Thanks for paying attention, though. And, like, right, well, and you see, like, you, wanna... you can see a look of bafflement on Tassar's face that you guys are talking, like, buddy, buddy, that you're letting him talk to you like this. He's just, like, totally befuddled. Uh, I turn to Tassar. I go, Best way into my good graces is to uh, adventure and, and, uh, Kill with me. So the way he speaks, he's earned. Those who have not earned it, don't speak that way. He goes, uh, why are we going to the Lich's castle? Want to pick up some stuff he left behind? Wasn't there a sword in a pit? Yeah, we're going to get that. And that's what you're coming for. I'm going to throw you into that pit to get the sword and kill all those skeleton guys. Haha, uh -huh, very funny. No, I tell um I got that sword back. You did. If you, rem if you remember when we... When we fought the lich he was building that archway that sort of structure yes. um i want to know what that is feel like it's important plus i'm just bored sitting around ruling man i gotta go do something i see he kind of looks behind where you guys are leaving goes uh not eventful enough for you here yeah that's not my kind of eventful that's just aggravating me let's get back to killing some old evil weird stuff darn right I haven't killed anybody in weeks. Because my favorite part of being with you guys wasn't when we were in the stupid gray area. I like when we saw black and white. Lich equal evil equal kill. <laughs> yeah, and even even Thaddeus wasn't crying about that. And we'll forget the whole blood golem incident. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, uh, nope, I won't let you forget that. Not for uh, not for Thaddeus' sake. And so, uh, so, uh, so you'll join I'll, us. I'll always remember the person who who actually plunged it into her. Uh, yes, of course I will. All right, cool. Do you need anything? Do you, do you use a weapon, or you just want to hang out? Guns are easy enough to use. All right, uh, Tassadar, just see to it. He has full access to the army, whatever he needs. He's coming with us. Yes, Grandmaster. The only issue is I can't bring. I don't think I should bring your sign language guy. Is the sign language guy like a Lin Kuei? 
Yeah. Capable of defending himself? Yeah. Oh, bring him to him. He's average Lin Kuei. Bring him. All right, let's go back and... Uh, we are, we already teleported the guy, so the next morning we'll be able to leave. So make sure that the team you put together is ready to go. All right, you arrive back home. As you get to your 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 pallet, your room, you pallet. hear you hear guitar uh, being played in your room, and you see uh, Suko's bodyguards are outside of your door, along with your normal uh, room guards. All right, Suko knows how to jam. I forgot about that. Um, I stand outside the door and just listen. And you know, you're, you're noticing, it's very noticeable, her bodyguards are not with her, they're outside the door. I turn to the one guard, I'm like, what, what's going on? You now hear a flute in there as well as the guitar. And the bodyguard says, um, Lady Setsuko told us to wait out here while she went in with her friend. I look at the guard, friend? What friend? With Ichiro, my lord. A common Linque. No one special. Hanzo Ichiro? The sword, the sword maker? Ichiro. Ah. So the famous sword maker. You're thinking of Hanzo Hattori, you dummy. I know. It was close enough. Yeah. This, all Asian names are the same. Hey, you oh, said it. I didn't. You same. said it. Ichiro uh, Hattori. I, um, it's like the same name almost. I open the door and go in, but I purposely do it like quietly. What? Uh, stealth check. Twenty-four. You you quietly open up the door and I go on. I go under like a vapor, like Dracula. Uh, with a 24. You see they don't like turn their head to notice you, and she's playing guitar and sitting across from him is a boy who's playing flute. About the same age as her. Dude, I can get these guys doing some tall. I teach them aqualung. <laughs> now I kind of want them to see me, so I just like sit in a chair as if I'm listening. Oh, okay. In, in, in view. Uh, as you sit there in the chair, uh, the boy stops first, and then when Setsuko, who's kind of looking at guitar she plays, sees him stop, she stops and turns around and goes, Oh, Dad! Oh, now I'm dad? She went from, like, I'm going to kill myself to dad? I want to be your maid? And the, the guy, he, like, he bows and says, Grandmaster. Why'd you stop? That was beautiful. I was quite enjoying that. I'm leaning up against the doorpost, chuckling. Okay. Oh, thank you, Grandmaster. Dad, dad, I want you to meet somebody. This is okay. Shiro. You recognize him as the guy who, uh, who stood up and said, we should kill that girl she dishonored you. It's the same boy. That wanted to kill Suko? No, who wanted to kill um, Alex? Remember when Alex was being uh, all during 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 the during the diplomatic mission? Oh, I scolded him. Yeah, you scolded him to tease him. I um, I'd say, uh, oh, first you tell me what what I should do, and now you're trying to be my son-in-law. Uh, I, I, uh... <laughs> you're trying to usurp my throne. <laughs> uh, Grandmaster, I, I, uh. You won't make a good husband as a eunuch. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, and Suko goes, here. Dad, quit it. Listen, he likes to tease people. You should. I, listen, later I'll tell you what he did when he first told me he was Grandmaster. Okay, yeah, and I kind of laugh and I give him uh, a bow, but I give him a... Uh, in Japan, they have that kind of bow where it's like if you're the elder, okay. you know, you still bow, but it's like the I'm the elder It's like bow. a slight tilt. Yeah, exactly. It's a respect, but I'm still the man. Gotcha. Uh, we were just cleaning. I was just cleaning, and I and, and I wanted to show him your office, and and decided to play a little music and all. Found Phoenix's letters and your personal correspondence with that lady. Who is she, by the way? <laughs> just do, does mom know? <laughs> um, I say, like I said, your happiness is 
my top priority, so well, feel free. If that's the case, then I want to do something for you. Okay. Uh, this was a Chira's idea, but I thought it was perfect, and I think it's something we should do. I nudge okay. Tassadar. This is going to be good. <laughs> he kind of smiles at you. We want to throw a party in your honor for the new Orokusaki. And I think there should be dancing and music and food and celebration. And it should be a time where no one kills anybody. It's like a day of no killing. Like zero kills total on that day. With these people, I don't think it's possible. I mean, I'm with you, but trying to get them to stop killing people is like trying to stop the It could be like a holy day, up. like an honor day in the, in, in, in the name of Oroku. I like this idea. Because we'll organize it and everything. You just have to show up. I like it. I like where you're going with this. But instead of in honor of Oroku, why don't we just make it like an, like a, an annual holiday and it's in in uh, honor of peace. It's a day of total peace. Okay. Sounds good. And she's like laughing and smiling and happy. But first I'm going on a trip, so you're going to have to give me about a week or two. All right, it'll take time to plan it anyway. I want it to be perfect. And go for it. All right, cool. All right, let's go. Let's, we got a lot to do. And she grabs her. I, got, I turn to Tassadar and I say, now give her whatever she needs to do the party, except... Except... Right. Don't kill anyone to serve this party, okay? Can we do that? I, I get you, my Can we Lord, handle that? And no slave labor. Further. And anyone who works gets paid. Except okay. for the man who made those curtains. He needs to be executed. Those are a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> like, out to the my to the gosh. All right. Uh, she goes, come on, come on, we got work to do. And she grabs a chair by the hand. And he, like, barely grabs his flute as he pulls him out. And he's like, uh, uh, bye, Grandma. And pulls him away. Yeah, and Tessar kind of raises an eyebrow and goes, where did Setsuko go? And who is this new woman? Yeah, exactly, but I like it. You guys don't have drugs here, do you? <laughs> uh, we do. Oh, boy. Okay. We'll have her pee tested later. <laughs> I'm an overbearing father. I, like, send the clothes to be tested for marijuana. <laughs> What's this? What's this? That's just a hair dad. Who is he? Hobbit's weed. I've been smoking too much Hobbit's weed. <laughs> yeah. From the South Farthing. Nerds! Too much of the Shire. Nerds. Um, oh, and of course the bodyguards leave with her. Yeah. I, I look at a, a, a what's his name? Darn it. The, no, flaming hair guy. Oh, lightning. 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 I look at lightning. I say, you'd be good with decoration, wouldn't you? With the lights and everything. You know how to light up a party. And he punches you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know about his lightning? David told me. Sure. Uh, I, 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 I'm making an assumption. No, you You're said right. he's like blazing yeah, now. Yeah. He just got very yellow hair. I'm just being descriptive. No, you said Not his like... eyes were like. So let me no, let me see. Re everyone, everyone, yeah, when they... you say the word um, fiery, everyone immediately goes eyes. I never once described his eyes as fiery. I described his hair, and it's not like uh... special glowing. It's just yellow hair. He's just uh, yellow hair. Yeah. David, did you tell me that he was lightning bugs or no? No. Okay, then never mind. Forget it. I guys. definitely have not told anybody right. about our past. Cool. I do not say that, then. Forget it. Cool. I forget every word I just said. Cool. That's, that, that'll be a private joke between us. And three. more importantly, you didn't <laughs> ask. You didn't ask. You never even asked how I knew him. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask such things, Master Saki. All right, if you say anything like that one more time, I'm going to chop your head off. All right, tell me everything. I want to know thing. your deepest, darkest secrets. No, now I'm going to... What do you want me to say? <laughs> No, I meant in-game back when he came in. You could have said, who's this guy? Light Lightning says... Who is um, this guy? Um, <laughs> no, too late. I'm not explaining it now. Lightning says um, to Tassar, and he goes, well, I'll tell you what happened to her. Loves what happened to her. Believe me, take it from me. Love changes a man. And he goes... <laughs> and he kind of looks at you, David, and he's like, sometimes quite physically. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if you guys are going to get all dirty-minded on me, I'm going to 
everyone. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was the point of the reason he got turned into lightning bugs was because he loved the witch's daughter. And so she turned him into fifty lightning bugs. Right. That's a weird punishment. I know, but anyway, that's that was the joke. Love changes. She away. turned me into quite, a new. Quite physically, it was his reference to him he, becoming you know, a uh, lightning bug, not to anything dirty. Man, you guys' know, jokes just go I, right over my. I head. don't know I why know. turning him into a lightning bug was so bad. He certainly lit up the situation. Uh, shut up. And I think he was more useful as lightning. Minus all of your gold. Uh, <laughs> uh, all of my zero gold. Wonderful. Right, Did you spend everybody? All? Everybody go get some rest. Gaming? Yeah, I bought mm -hmm. equipment, right. and then you said I can have all the equipment I want because I'm advisor to. <laughs> What's that, David? I, I, I say, everyone, go get, go eat, get some rest, because tomorrow we're gonna go to the Lich's castle, and I tell Tassadar, wake me in the morning when the uh, wizard is a. Uh, recharged or whatever he has to do to be ready to teleport us very well the team the horses he can teleport us on horses yes lightning make sure everybody's ready yes okay wake me when the wizard's ready and have some food brought up okay bacon cheeseburger uh, i don't know what that is well you have 30 minutes to figure it out or have you killed okay <laughs> that certainly puts the fire under someone. He comes in with rice in the shape of a burger, <laughs> with just Close with, with instead of buns, it's just bacon. All right, so then you go sleep and all that. Yep. David, you're awoken in the middle of the night. <sighs> Damn by it! A, by a floating puppet. Where did my <laughs> list go? I was a little Spanish flea. Uh, this time I just shoot it in its face. Tassadar wakes you up. Yes. My lord, a message has come from the Empire. Oh boy. <laughs> How did it come so fast? He teleported someone? Yes. Oh, he must be really pissed off. Okay. Uh, it's see. the middle of the night. There's no light or anything. Um, and you go back to your chambers. And Am I awake? You're all set and situated. Uh, the courier that you sent is brought back. He bows, Grandmaster. He goes, I have a letter from the Emperor. And a message from him as well. He says, okay. if I delivered this letter, I was to tell you these exact words. I waited. Bring David back. <laughs> I think you mean to the. He wanted you to deliver it to the king. Yes. Okay. Let's just be clear about what he was saying. What he's thinking. Yes. He said to say. I waited until midnight to do, to give this letter to your courier. Oh, uh, Valerian! Don't make me kill you. I'll read it for the sake of the audio listeners, of course. King Sun Tzu, you are not the wise king I at first thought you were. Your method of ending a conflict does not end conflicts, but instead starts them, the most vicious kind, that do not end with treaties, or with strategic victories, or with anything. When you take away someone's reason for doing, you also take away that person's reason for stopping. With what can you barter when you've taken away everything someone's ever wanted? I do not have a copy of the letter I wrote to you with me, so I can't be sure, but for the life of me, I can't remember writing a damn thing about letting David return to me in, quote, his way, quote. I thought I made it pretty clear that if you do not re return him to me by midnight, that I would take this as a spit to my face. I am a man of my word. And then just a single line, you've made a mistake. Expect no further correspondence with me. I will accept no letters. I will host no representatives. I will deal with you or no one. Gorehall's gates open at sunrise. I'm sure the arrival of your little litter will make its way to my ears. I am not a child, and this is no game. Appear to me when I least expect, quote, and your trip will be short and unproductive. Emperor Valerian Mengsk, son of Arcturus. <laughs> P.S. Thank you for giving me the honor of knowing your name, quote, Master Son, quote. 
Interesting name for someone whose kingdom housed a, quote, madman who shattered the moon. <laughs> Look at David. That's David lights a pipe. Well, clearly he misunderstood my letter. He thinks I'm threatening to kill people that he cares about. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe the letter could have gone without that part, but it's okay. I think oh no! You, you you hand a letter to um, Thorn to look at. Yeah, I pull out a, a paper and pen and I start making a list. Okay. And I'm making a list from the time I worked for him all that time. Uh huh. I make a list of like every important person, like his advisors, anyone I met in the kingdom that he like speaks directly to. Tell me what the list is. Right, but we didn't we didn't play it all out. Oh, okay. Meaning, I'm sure. I'm sure right, my right, time. I get you, I get you. In you get what I mean. Yep. His leadership is there. I know who they are, but we never actually played that out, so I don't have names. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so I make a list of all those people, and then of course, like Mana, the Queen, like anyone I know that he knows and talks to and all right. cares anything about. <laughs> and I hand it to Tassadar, and I'm just like, if I'm not able to work this out, which I still think I'll be able to, and war is inevitable we have to you have to use all means necessary you need to find out where all these people live who their families are this is how we're going to cripple him farewell grandmaster because we can't take him head on and now you have to also double up the effort on finding the where these clockwork come from if I may, uh, I didn't I'm gonna say punch that. you in the face. <laughs> I hit, I hit you with my armor, like right across the face. <laughs> I, uh, I say, um, perhaps it is best to wait to go to this lich's castle until things calm down. And how are things gonna calm down? No idea. Ten thousand clockwork march across the border. It is not my place to tell you what you need to do, Master Oroku Saki. Simply a recommendation. But what's the recommendation? To just, to just sit here and do nothing? To figure out how we should defend ourselves. How to raise a militia, raise a military. How... Uh, I just did. Can... You're not going to raise an army to fight his army. We, you could take every single human being in the north and the clockwork will cut through us like a, lo- like, like a knife through butter. We can't fight the clockwork. Am I wrong in this, Tassadar? You are not wrong. There is no army. And we certainly don't have clockwork. Another thing, Grandmaster, and I would have waited till you awoke, but since we are already discussing, we have word back from the crows about the marauders. Yeah. They seem to be a group of... And it is only through verification that I was even uh, willing to tell you this. But we are sure of it. It is a group of lycanthropes and vampires. Interesting. Many more of them we thought existed around the globe, let alone all in one place. And we got a count. It is under 125, but very close to it. And they're still heading our way? Yes. We could use these people. You ain't lying. Hey, why don't you go talk to them? <laughs> Happily. His eyes get wide. My <laughs> Happily, my lord. Really? Offer them asylum. I might already know these guys. This could be sanctuary. I'm going mad. Sanctuary? No, I, yeah, pl- I, I once was in a place where all sorts of people like this lived together, but they didn't seem to be, let's go across the world and kill everyone. It didn't seem like their plan at the time. Something must have changed. Well, 
my recommendation still stands. Offer them asylum, offer them a place to hang their teeth and fangs, and use them. My lord, that is not recommendable. Even if they were on our side, having lycanthropes and vampires, their curses would not stay with them. It takes only one madman to continue to spread their curses. Even if there was 145 reasonable men, if five of them were not, we would have an epidemic on our hands. But still, Thorne's not totally wrong. We don't have to give them sanctuary as in to let them into our lands. But that doesn't mean there's not some way to divert them and head them straight towards Korhal and give the Emperor something else to deal with. The only problem is how do you even talk to somebody like this? Are we just going to show up and start, start talking to them? I look at Tassadar. Is there any lycanthrope or vampire within our borders? There is not. There was one recently, but it was murdered by a special team. Well, I shouldn't say murdered. It was put down. It was murdering. Ashitaka could tell us more, but he is dead, of course. Are we able to kill these things? A difficult question, my lord. I mean, are you assuming if we know how to kill vampires and werewolves? Yes, of course. Okay. But it will take some good strategy to destroy this many, of course. Even this many normal men would pose some problem. Yeah, we need to bottleneck them somewhere. You know what I mean? We need to put them where their back's against something so we can surround them. In order to beat something like this, you have to completely overwhelm it. To enter our lands, one must go through the Enchanted Forest. It's a very dangerous place. If we can keep them there for the longest time possible, the forest itself will dwindle their numbers. Yeah, like the Battle of the Bulge. I don't know what that means. You don't have to, but that's a good idea. That's where we make our stand. But you're right, we don't, we shouldn't take them on just head-to-head, meaning, you know, a group of our guys running at a group of their guys. But hopefully, but in the forest is the place to lay in wait, lay traps, confuse them, separate them, and take them out in small groups slowly. It's not something that has to be achieved in one battle. Well, the forest is very much itself its own entity. We do have some allies within its trees. Then I think we should uh, dispatch a group to the forest and have them prepare. And the strategy is to divide and conquer them. Separate them, hem them up, don't take them all on as one force. You understand? Yes. That sound good? It does. And at the very least, even if they make it through, we, we should at least weaken them so that when they come through, they're no longer this giant group. Very well. So tell the men they don't need to fight to the last man, even if they can cut their numbers down before they make it through. That'll be good. And then we can have another group waiting on the other side for whoever gets by. Very well. So there'll be no diplomacy. There'll be no giving them sanctuary. If the option is there, meaning if the moment arises where they seem like they're not just completely rabid, then yeah. No, don't offer them sanctuary, but if they want to talk, we could talk. But if they're just, like you're saying wild animals just running through killing everything, then what choice would we have? If they were to tell us they wanted to talk, they would have to be past the forest. You're asking us to engage them before the for- at the forest. We all have no way of knowing whether or not they want to talk. Okay, then all you have to do is um, have a small diplomatic group at the mouth of the forest. Tell them, but make sure that they give themselves room to retreat in. If it seems like this horde is going to say something or speak and not just attack on sight, then they have my permission to hear them out. All right. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. If they're just charging across a field like madmen, there's really not much we can do. We will do our best, but my lord, please come back before this engagement. How long <laughs> do I have? 
Sorry, yeah. our best estimation is a little under three weeks. If I'm able, I'll I'll go to the forest myself. Very well. And if Valerian doesn't kill us all before then. Uh, okay. <laughs> Get on that list, though. Uh, yes. And just so you know, the end game with that is once you figure out who's who and where they are, we're going to know who they are. It's not assassinations. It's going to be abductions. Very well. Just like in chess. If you capture the queen, that's better than capturing the king sometimes. Would it be useful to put this theory into practice and actually capture their queen? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. First we have to find out if it's possible. But yeah, I guarantee you, if we have the queen alive, it'll stop. He doesn't have anybody else close to him like that. What are his closest? As far as I know. I, I she's, a woman. she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> she's Awful. a cat folk. And she seems to be a person. Remember, I was erased. Right. The memory's erased of how much she means to him. But right. I still know it's his queen. Right. And I still know about her charitable ways, right? Right. She's a person who desire, desires peace, not death. And I think that if we had her and treated it right and treated her right and handled it correctly, she could be used to make peace. I think I could make her understand before I could make Valerian understand. So uh, I feel I could even reveal myself to her. And then, and then, in the end game, I could reveal myself to Valerian too. That could change things. I find it very, very fortuitous that we have somebody in charge who knows so much about the empire. Never yeah, before have thing. we had a commoner uh, as ruler or even in a position of authority around us. And now, at the moment we need that most, we have it quite convenient. It's almost as if there's someone designing this—a great designer. Um, By the way, I found this watch in the woods. It must have evolved. Because the one thing to remember about Valerian <laughs> is that I know about Valerian is he's not an evil man, yeah. and he can be reasoned with. Yeah. I know he. I know even though he is posturing in these letters, there is a weight he won't carry in order to conquer a land. He won't sacrifice everything. So get on that. We'll be back in three days. Very well. All right. I'm gonna get some more sleep. Uh, when you go to sleep... Um, oh, wait, one more thing. Yeah. One more thing. This is, the most this is another important thing I need you to work on, Tassadar. If the unthinkable happens and our lands are overrun, we need an evacuation plan so that if he does come across at some point with all the clockwork, they need to find an empty city. You understand? We need a way to go into the mountains or however... You know the lands better than I do. We need a, a fallback position for us and all of our people. No one's going to fall into the, his hands if he invades. Let the clockwork come to an empty city. We won't even engage them. All right. I'll have plans for so you. Get that into place, too. Very well. As you sleep, um, there's that one dog that always stays in your room, but the other one, uh, Misty, sleeps by your bed. Yeah, Misty. <laughs> I throw Misty fog dog treats. <laughs> Little fog bones. You feed him uh, human flesh so he gets used to it. <laughs> Go after that one. I feed him the guards that aggravate me. <laughs> so. Oh, who was on post when that letter ended up in my office? <laughs> You're now dog treats. <laughs> oh, yeah, Misty's coming with me too, by the way. Just so you know, Misty's always with yeah, me, yeah. so I don't have to keep reiterating it. David, as you, uh, I take it, and you can stop me if I'm speaking out of turn. But You're speaking out of turn. Uh, I, I take every once in a while, sometimes when you go to bed, you look at that picture of, that you got of your family that you got quite a long time ago. I, do you even I, remember? I do? I have picture? a picture? No. 
a very long time ago when you were sleeping at the uh, the uh, castle, the Empire thing, before you killed the Lich. When you were sleeping at the palace, uh, I said you saw the white man in white walk past a corner, and you followed him walk past another corner. You followed him, and it was a dead end. But on the ground was a, was something. You picked it up, and it was a picture of your family. Okay. I guess you don't remember that. Nope. Well, you got that. And I assumed you looked okay. at it when you went to sleep and stuff. Just every once in a while. Sure. When you look are you at gonna it, back to the future me like people are gonna start fading out yes of the exactly um, you look at your hand and you can see through it you look at the picture and when you pull it out you just happen to be in the back of it first and on the back of the picture is is, is something written nice family you got there that's all it says that's all it says and it didn't say that before no <sighs> and, so and you, this picture is always in your pocket tasks me the only time it would be out of your pocket is when you would like put it away like put your clothes away for going to sleep so i guess whoever would clean your clothes is like the only people that could ever get it i mean even then you in the morning you get dressed with it so when you're asleep would be the only time yeah i get it again he's being real freaky and magical and doing weird stuff but when you turn the picture over to look at it instead of you it is kaiser soze with the family you're not in the picture anymore Maybe I'm Kaiser Soze. <gasps> he solved it, Caleb. Darn yeah. it. Game it's over. over. Yeah, yeah. Go home, everyone. Um, that secret kills everyone else. Valerian, Mana, everyone. <laughs> Everyone's dead. I just wish I knew, like, if... The one thing I always wish I knew is if Kaiser Soze, like, sees me and hears me somehow. Like, he's able to do all these things. I wonder if he, like... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The word is scry. In this world, there's a spell called scry where you can look at somebody as if you were just viewing them through a camera that was magically in the sky. It's a spell called scry. Do I have one of those stones from the Lord of the Rings in the room? One of those marbles you look in? No, you do not. (laughs) We don't know enough about these to use them. Well, just in case you can hear out later, I look at that and look at that and um, I say, parlor tricks. I'm not impressed. And I just put the picture back in my pocket. Anytime you're ready, Kaiser. There you go to sleep. You wake up in the morning. I hope this guy is some kind of all-powerful being, because if he, if he ever is just like a regular thing I can fight, he's going to get it. <laughs> he's going to get it hard. It is the morning. Cock-a-doodle I'll find thinking. another lich just so I can keep resurrecting him and killing him again. <laughs> I get up. I put on my war armor, eat some oatmeal, do some calisthenics. Good, good. <laughs> Hey, I'm Caleb. And I'm Christian. And we're the hosts of Pathfinder Academy, your go-to podcast for everything and anything Pathfinder. We cover everything from basic mechanics, skill checks, combat with weapons, combat with magic, party roles, character creation, how to run a session, player types and conflict, character death, house rules, making good encounters, rewarding your players, romance, how to kick pigs, pre-made campaigns, homebrew campaigns, storytelling tips, class guides, race overviews, class reviews, book reviews, and much, much more. You can catch us every Thursday here on the Trailblazer Network. See you in class. When you go back to the chamber, um, those two men are brought to you whose pictures I told you to not look at, but you did. And then yep. when I told you, don't look at them anymore, man, you lingered. Tree man. Tree girl. Tree I like girl? No, I, I told do. him no girls. Okay, so Ram man, that's his name. And tree chick. He's a satyr, by the way. Okay, so I got two of them. Yep. And I also asked for the magic engineer guy. He doesn't have to be an expert, but just more expert than any the of best us. Best he could, yeah, yeah. Lightning. Yep. 
Thorin. The engineer. Misty. Misty. The engineer is the same as the wizard who's going to teleport you. Okay, so he's coming with us. Yeah, to teleport you back, of course. And ten grenade pipe bombs. Okay. I like the picture of Valerian cheering on the troops oh, in the yeah, capital. Like yeah, I do. I really like that one. You won't <laughs> like it when he's having us beheaded in front of all those people. Yeah. That'll Did be such you... a bummer. I, I go through all this just to be killed by some like power-hungry wackadoo with a rope. <laughs> Did you know um, that uh, in ancient Rome, when they would hold a uh, victory parades after a great defeat or something like that, or after a great victory, uh, like Valerian will be riding in the chariot, uh, in all his glory and regalia at the head of the army, uh, they would have, the Senate appointed a slave to stand behind the emperor, the Roman emperor, and say, remember, you are just a man. You are only a man. That's why Caligula made his horse the head of the Senate. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, And then before I leave with this group, mm -hmm. I take Tacitar to the closet and I give him the other outfit. (laughs) And I'm like, nobody knows, no one can know that I'm gone. You know what to do. To be honest, the only thing I, I have, I, I have no um, reservations about this. I feel I can handle it. The only thing I worry about is if Setsuko comes over and calls me daddy. I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> I'll t- no, you know what? Seriously, with Setsuko, remember she can be trusted. If she backs you into a corner, you can explain it to her. She can be trusted. Very well. She'll understand. She knows I'm sort of a wild man. And I put my hand on Tassadar's shoulder, and I'm like, I'm trusting you with this. This is the biggest thing I'm asking you to do so far, so don't let me down. Trust. Grandmaster, what's the worst that could happen? We all die. 10,000 clockwork could come and kill everyone before I get back. Vampires and lycanthropes cross our border, slaughtering everyone. You know what? I got a lot of... Maybe I'm overconfident, in, but the Lin Kuei were pretty sneaky with us. I'm thinking they can handle that. I'm hoping they can. If they can't handle that, then we're just dead in the water. Well, here's the deal. The you the Linkway have the resources to handle that, but they had a leader who told them what to do with those resources. Right now, you're that leader, <laughs> so you have the resources at your disposal. You just have to figure out how to use them. All right, so we're teleporting you, and you are telling me to teleport. I can't be clear enough. I point on the map. We teleport beyond all that crap we went through. Right. We're not going through the land of the Horn Men and all that stuff. I mean, we're we're teleporting about a hundred meters from the. Remember gate. when you went to the Lich's Castle? You actually didn't pass by anything except the ancient ruined city where you met Josh or Blanc. Right, but I want to be teleported. danger. I want to be. I want to be teleported about a hundred meters right. from the gate. Cool. Just out of eyesight, if someone was standing like right behind there. Behind the trees. All right. All right. An incantation is said. Everything goes white, and then the world fades back into existence, and you're there. You're in a dead forest, and in the distance is a castle. Uh, the castle is busy, busy, busy. There are people Ooh. everywhere. There are clockworks. There is. It is very uh, well staffed. There's a lot of people. People guarding the gates. You see I was worried two, about this. Two clockwork goliaths. Now, clockwork goliaths were that thing. If you don't remember that, uh, Valerian said that uh, he, uh, they can one on one a dragon and win. Yeah, so we'll take them head on. Because dragons are punks. <laughs> Being able to kill a dragon doesn't impress me. This Clock- enormous forearm mechanical. Giant shrieks and grinds in a deafening cacophony as it lumbers forth. Cacophony. It towers over most creatures and buildings, standing at a height of 45 feet and it weighs over 100 tons. I like a challenge. Is the clockwork dragon like perched at the top of the castle? No. I pull out my magic rocket launcher. <laughs> your, your magic surface to air missile? Yeah. 
Uh, Tharn, go down and dispatch those two so we can get in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have brought your dad. But yeah, this place is a buzz. And everyone is wearing uh, Empire-like uniforms, but they do not have the symbol of the Empire on them. Yeah. They have a different symbol. Alright, let's go home. We tried. <laughs> and, 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 and like uh, the tree and the satyr look at each other. I look at them, I'm like, crazy, right? <laughs> they shake their head, yeah. Here's a symbol you see on banners hanging off of the castle and on the uniforms of shirts and written on, uh, inscribed on the uh, clockwork. Yeah, it looks like a, cam like a symbol for like a camera lens. Without even going in, this already confirms two of my suspicions. Uh, I was worried about this. And uh, Lightning uh, says, what are those? One, I always thought I always had a suspicion that Valerian didn't really want to kill the Lich to free the dra to be free from the dragons. He wanted this castle, and it also confirms that that gateway thing that the Lich w was building is something important to have this sort of presence here. This isn't just like oh, I got some people here keeping an eye on the place. This is a fortress, and it has no strategic value up here. He's using this place to do something. What do you think he's doing with it? Whatever that gateway thing does, that's what we that's what I came here to find out. Unfortunately, it's not looking so good right now. The uh, satyr is talking to the tree in whispers. Would you like to share with the rest of the class? Grandmaster, I'm merely talking with my partner how we would address the situation if you were to order an attack. I'm not going to order an attack, are you mad? Those glass would kill us instantly. My heart is relieved to hear it. But I'm not yet ready to tuck my tail between my legs and run away, either. Let's have a little, uh, thinking here. We need a way in without fighting. Or at least without fighting those things. Darn, you're pretty quiet. All of a sudden, no <laughs> may, no may eyes. <laughs> I've never fought clockwork. I've only ever seen them move in action. We can't fight. The thought is, how do we do this without fighting? No fighting clockworks. I forbid it. And no, especially those clockworks. We can't even fight the regular clockworks. So, Caleb, what, I'm sorry to make you repeat this. Describe what the very front gates of the castle look like. Clockwork Goliath on each side of the gate. Yeah. And then a couple troops. You can assume all around the, like, the perimeter of the thing right. are, Goli are, are uh, regular soldiers and servants. All around. But in the front, it's fully encamped. Right. Two yeah, there's, uh, and there's two Goliaths. But there's not like tents on the outside where people would stay. There's none of that. There's a and then there are some humans in the front area and like dispersed amongst the clockwork. But in the, in the very front area, there's one important-looking guy with several behind him. I really get the feeling Caleb does not want us to go into the castle. And right now they're just talking to each other, like shooting the crap. Or Caleb really wants to make us work for it if we're going to find out what those things are. That's true, but I don't want to die. No, no, there's going to be no fight. You um. say that now. <laughs> <laughs> Make a note on that in the recording. I'll bring that back up. I'll replay that file. <laughs> or I should say, as long as it's up to us, there'll be no fight. Oh, man. We did all this well, shit to go back. Well, I'll well, tell you what. Even if we don't make it in, it already confirms some things I was suspicious about. I already learned a lot just by coming here. I knew that knew he was up to something with this castle. I knew it wasn't about freeing dragon from dragons. Since he has Goliaths that can kill dragons anyway. Freeing dragons is something that is kind of, like, you don't know what the heck that means there, uh, Thaddeus. Free. It means nothing to you, what he's saying. Like, it, it's, it's curious. 
I see the vacant look on your face. <laughs> I'm like, we killed the Lich for Valerian. And he put yeah. it to us that the Lich controlled these dragons, which were a threat to the Empire. And if we killed the Lich, then the dragons would be free from his control. And that Valerian could make a truce with them. And they wouldn't be a, a threat any longer. This contradicts everything you've ever known about dragons. Someone controlling them? What the heck? Get out of here. They're the strongest things around. It's impossible, my emperor. Well, when I first came here, you're not speaking Spanish here, man. I'm not from around here, so I took everyone at their word. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Thorin, since you know, he's the son of a dragon. He would know that. Okay. Dragons. That would be preposterous to him. Yeah, it's this is a stupid concept. I, 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 I literally, that, that peop, the people controlling dragons, that's stupid. It's well, impossible. I kind of said that wrong anyway. He didn't exactly control them, meaning not like mind control, but the dragons were in some sort of agreement with him. And if he looked at Valerian as, as an enemy, then the dragons would look at Valerian as an enemy. They were sort of like mercenaries. Mm. Does that make more sense? A little bit. I mean, but not father, really. Your fa- but your father can choose alliances, correct? He is no servant. I didn't say that. I said alliance. Yes, but he is no mercenary. I mean... Well, southern dragons are different than northern dragons. But anyway... Racist. I always had a suspicion that... I do say al- that racist. ...that he had ulterior motives anyway. That seemed kind of silly to me. And now this at least confirms that. But now I want to know even more what's in there. Grandmaster. Yes. She can get eyes in there, but only briefly, and not very deep. But enough to tell you what the entrance looks like. Do a little recon? I like it. Just be careful. If you're spotted, you're gonna die, and we can't save you. Just so you know. If they spot her, then they have the ability to spot wind. And you see, she grows a little a little petal on her on her hand, and she blows it, and it comes off her hand, and kind of wind kind of picks it up. And it goes over, and it goes right past the guards, and it slips right under the gate. Darn, remind me to give Tassadar a cookie when we get back. He chose the right people. <laughs> Tassadar. Cookie. You see, oh, when we kidnap Mana, we'll have her bake some of those delicious cookies. Yeah. For everybody. A she cookie. looks at, um, at the satyr after a while. Almost like they're talking, but she's not moving or talking anymore. And the satyr looks at you and goes, White, everything is white. It is a smooth corridor with another door at the end that the leaf cannot slip by. But there is nothing in there. It is small room and vacant. Is there another way in besides the gate? He looks at her and she, she butts more and she blows and it comes and goes all up in the air. The castle has some windows on the east side. But there is no telling what is in those windows and beyond them. The petals can't see through the windows. The windows are black as the night. I don't know what you guys think. I don't want to get you all killed without you having a say in it. Lightning looks at you and says, um, aren't you a citizen? Hmm. <laughs> Playing that card. Um, as a citizen, I demand entrance to this castle. I demand my rights. I could you be can't wrong. take away my rights. Uh, yeah, that too. I don't know how being a citizen gets me in the castle. And plus, I, I might I have a feeling Valerian might have me, might have the word out about me. He goes, "You're right. You're right." <laughs> I would have dressed up. I should have dressed up like Phoenix, and done a weird Russian accent. All right, let's um, let's do this. 
let's stay back and add it, you know, back at the distance, but let's circle around to take a look at those windows. So we kind of circle around to that side. All right, you go to the east side. Yeah, and what are we seeing? Way up higher, two windows. And you recognize these windows is where Blanc uh, tried to climb up at one point, but just slipped down. Oh, yeah, another thing, like the place isn't frozen anymore. It's not cold. There's none of that anymore. When you first went to there, everything was always freezing. Yeah. Covered in ice, no longer. Because we killed Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> and is there, but is there guards on that side, or is it just the like guards a all around the perimeter? Obviously less than what's in the front. But clockworks, nonetheless. Yes, clockworks and human. Or I should say, and soldiers. The soldiers of varying races. Oh, there's clockworks, too? Yeah. Ugh. Clockworks, soldiers, and servants are all around. Hold on. This mostly is... humans and elves, but there's some other races as well as, human, uh, as humans and elves. But it's an empirical fact that it's a castle. This is true. And it is an empirical fact that, indeed, a dragon could fit in it. Are there any helicopters flying <laughs> around it? No, no, no. Does the castle have a weak spot? <laughs> Roll perception. I want to sense motive on the castle. What's the castle's motive? <laughs> oh, Bring man. back its master. <gasps> so dun, dun, bummed dun. it out. We're not going to get the I, I look at the tree. I look at the dryad. Could you dig a hole with your roots underneath the front gate? She kind of cocks her head. Indeed, she could. It, look at the, the big foundation. It's not too strong. It depends on what the foundation is. I, I've known. Uh, in in books and in 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 movies, um, in in books I've read, uh, some castles have a wooden foundation underneath the main gates, underneath the stone. If we could burn this foundation, and I kind of make fire dance in my hand using my fire, my uh, sure you don't throw bur burning hands thing, we could burn the foundation down, and the front gate will collapse. They don't know we're here. Uh, they'll know the foundation collapsed. They wouldn't know that we're here because that that would require someone being under the castle to do that. And but it would put them as, on alert. But as far as they know, there's no one here. An old, an old rickety castle with the front gate that collapsed. They would crush everyone in the front and get us inside. But we would go on inside from underneath, right? We, we could also do that if the dryad can dig a hole deep enough. She could, but it would take some time. She is not quite that size of a treant. When you say time, how much time? He looks at her. She kind of puts her head back and forth. It would take a couple days to make it so the size of one of us could fit through. And if she can get to the wooden foundation, she could make a hole big enough to go in. But we cannot say what is on the inside, beyond the first corridor. I'm trying to remember how this went. When we went in the first time, there was a door to the right. And it, was a big, it was a big room. Massive door in the center, which took the two medallions that opened. A door to the left, door to the right. Door to the right led to that room with the bone pit, little bridge. And mm -hmm. then past that room was the room where you met the red elf. It was like a, it was like a laboratory kind of thing with some furs for a bed. The left door instead went into like a kind of a room that had a bunch of cages in it. Cages hanging from the ceiling, cages on the walls. The room after that was that big pit full of crystals where you fought the gull. But if you instead go straight, was that big room with the statue that froze everything. Beyond that, that room where you touched the wall, you were taken to the outside area where there was that massive structure. Okay. So a small corridor does not fit with the description of what you know. There should be a big room instead of a small corridor. But I do know, as I tell, I'm going to tell them, I don't know about that corridor, but I do know if you go through the front doors of that castle and straight ahead, it gets you to the room we're trying to get to. So if we were going to dig a tunnel, it just has to go straight quite a ways. The object we're looking for is inside the castle, correct? Yeah. 
Well, I think so. We got like pulled through a wall by a hand, but I assume it's you were either. teleported. Yeah. Can we be can can we be certain the teleportation device is still active? We can't. But there's one thing I can guarantee you. It works or else this isn't all here. Lightning uh, kind of waves you down to look at him and he goes, "Let's just get the feck out of here, man. I don't want to die." Yeah. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that. And like I said, this kind of already without even going in already confirms a couple things. Even though I do want to know what that thing is. All right. I want to do this. We have to wait for the wizard to be ready anyway to teleport. Mm -hmm. So here's what I do. We go back around to the front and I just start, you know, observing if there's any like goings in and going out. Okay. Is there, is there just dead on the outside? Uh, well, I'll tell you if you make the decision to wait for a while. Yeah. We have to wait anyway. Uh, So what I'm doing is I'm trying to make a note to see who's going in and going out and I'm looking for people who seem beyond just guards or soldiers All right. I'm looking for you know men that seem like either scholars or wizards or right. someone beyond just your regular run of the mill infantry guy right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to use detect magic as well on the, the front of the castle okay um, boy I never considered this if clockwork would be detected as magical or not the whole point of them is that they are more mechanical than they are magical. Electrical, then. Uh, well, yeah, they're, like, go- they're, they're like golems, except more man-made. They don't require a soul like golems do. But something has to power them, which I'm assuming in this world would have to be magic. It's spring. That's why they have a thing that you wind. They're oh, but I thought they have like they're, a they're, glowing crystal or something in their chest. That was, huh? that was just the ones that were... In the plague land, they had like oh. a projector that would go red, green, yellow to show whether or not they thought you were an enemy. Magical energies and clockwork mechanisms, but without a soul. So yes, you detect magic on the clockworks, of course. Mm-hmm. The humans don't seem to be magical at all, um, and and the castle's like a void. You can't detect anything there. Like okay, a void. You can't like. detect one one way or the other. You're getting neutral. You're getting neither. No answer. And after you know, after a few hours, there's a change of guards. But it's like a one-time thing. It's not like every five minutes somebody comes in and out. At one point, a bunch of guards come out, a bunch of guards go in. It gets pretty late before the next thing happens. It's nightfall, and you see a, um, a carriage shows up. Out steps um, a guy, and you recognize him as um, Mr. Suchong. Do you remember Mr. Suchong? Mm-mm. He was, he was at the ball. He was at the ball, and you asked him about it. He's like, oh, I'm responsible for the clockwork. And at one point, um, when you were advisor to the Emperor, um, he came by and the Emperor said, I've approved your next project. And he's a northern guy, right? Yeah, he is He is northern descent. He steps out of the carriage and he's wearing a uniform very, uh, very similar to everybody else's, but uh, less militaristic. And it's got the symbol on it on a patch. And he, um, and he goes over and the guy like waves hi to him and then uh, says something and the door <laughs> opens up. And he walks in and closes. Um, I turn to the to the two Lin Kuei that are with me, mm-hmm. and uh, I say, "Do you recognize that man?" They shake their heads no. Uh, I look at David. Do you know him? Yeah, I've seen him before. He knows what's going on here. I think he's running the show. I look at the gate. Well, we just missed our chance. Not if he leaves. If he comes, then safe to assume who's going to go at some point. Um, 
what retinue did you come with, Caleb? Were there clockwork with him? Were there a bunch of guards around the carriage? I'd say a, a, a few guards and a few clockwork, yeah, definitely. Crap. And they went in with him. Well, I'm going to say the clockwork stay with the carriage. I say we wait on him. See if he comes back out. And try, uh, I know he's got clockwork, but we might get an opportunity. We might have to do a snatch and grab on him. Where they came in, Caleb, it's like a road. If he came in on the carriage, it's a road, right? Uh, no. The carriage just, like, trucked through the forest? Yep. I turn to the wizard and I go, How close does he have to be to teleport us back? Within about ten feet of us. And, and if how he's not willing, it would be more difficult. But it's possible? Yes. And how fast can you do it? My mic is good. Range, personal, and touch. So I have to touch them. Touched willing creatures. If he's unconscious, that doesn't mean he's not willing. <laughs> he, <can't. laughs> he doesn't. He, he doesn't have a choice if he's unconscious. He can't protest if he's unconscious. They get a will save if they're not willing. It's instantaneous. Uh, duration with standard action. That'll take me all of six seconds. Uh, I turn to the two Lin Kuei. Can you occupy two clockwork for six seconds? Yes, of course. They would not even come in range. I say we hang, and we try to snatch and grab him. If it doesn't work, just teleport us out. If anything does, goes wrong. Does David have a helmet or a mask on to hide his face? Yeah, always. Yeah, I'm putting my battle mask on. You have a battle mask? Just a little thing that covers my face. It's in gear. Okay. No, it, do, it doesn't. It clearly does nothing for me. It just no, just space. yeah, cool. All right, but if if we get him, don't teleport us to the stronghold. Where would you like us to go? Where would I like us to go? I, uh, Somewhere we gotta go nowhere. Um, do you know a place in our lands that's desolate? Well, there are many empty built structures, such as the one we've reverted, uh, refurbished into our stronghold. Take him to one of those. In our lands, right, but somewhere abandoned. Not around the, anybody. The palace. <laughs> no, 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 not into Antioch. The, my point is, Valerian's going to come at, after this guy hard if we get him. we got to take him some. we got to take him somewhere away. The tomb. To the tomb? Nearby, yeah. What's more desolate than an abandoned rocky... Uh... Shinhidaka, the place where all um, with the overgrown plants, nobody go, no living, no intelligent creatures go there. But that's dangerous for us too, isn't it? It is. The border. It is the place there is the least amount of people. We could go. We could teleport to the border between Antioch and the the forest. I like his original idea. Just take us to an empty structure, where there's no people living there. Farewell. But still a building. So those your stronghold is one of about a dozen floating things. Yeah, yeah. Just take us so to one no one's take in. One that no one's in. Preferably one that's not underwater. Yeah. Um, Don't teleport us into the water. <laughs> all right. So how long you know? And, we... and while you're teleporting us, I'd like some pancakes too, please. <laughs> I need to know how long you're gonna wait. How long we're willing to wait? Yeah. How long's it been? We only been here one day, so it's night now. So it's not yet been a full day. Right. So <laughs> I would wait. Sleep. At least two more days. Two more days? Alright. In two days, he does not come out. <laughs> One more. No, I just said how long are you willing to wait? Not, 
<laughs> not how long you're willing to wait to hear an answer and then re-decide how long you're willing to wait. I asked you how long are you willing to wait. So I should have waited. Was that question to, confusing? To infinity? Well, no, we waited two days. Does that mean we are you willing to wait to infinity? I doubt it. How long are you willing to wait and be gone? Until the sun days. rises in the west and sets in the east and the mountains turn to dust. <laughs> what do you want us Actually, to do? Actually, you know what? Let's be more realistic about it. How much food, how much provision do we have? Ooh, I have my trail rations. I'd say you brought enough for three days, but there can um, you have skilled people who can go find out food in the wilds. Then that's how long. I'm willing to wait as long as we can stay fed until basically we'd have to leave. We have that's, no food. We have no water. That's an indefinite amount of time. Oh, so it's a ne- it's a never ending. Until oh, they can go to the wilds and they can forage. They have very good survival tracks. You said two days. What what made you? It's we didn't get the answer we wanted. Yeah, <laughs> two days have gone by. It's how long you're willing to wait. I guess I also didn't realize it was going to be like a, a a hard break, like you're saying. If I say two days, I, then that's it. I have to leave. Let me ask a question. I don't know right? how is, clear is the, the question. Carriage... How long are you willing to wait? Like how is... else should I word it? Is the carriage still sitting there? Yeah. Uh, um. See, I don't think they would just, for the sake of, I don't think they should leave a carriage. They probably align it someplace next to the castle. But yeah, it's still outside. Okay. Um, Never mind. And plus, didn't you tell the guy you'd be back in three days? Yeah. We have it's one more two days. Day. He did not come out. We'd be back in three. It gives us another day. No, it is three because we waited. We spent the whole first day, then we waited two more days. You're right. This okay. is the morning of the third day. Hey, Jesus is a Jesus is a, again. Oh man, I can't believe we did. This wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> when we get, I shoot somebody just because I have to kill somebody, and then we run away. <laughs> Are you teleport back home? <laughs> All right, we teleport back home. That well, that sucked. Tassadar, bring me someone to kill. <laughs> bring that guy that's sniffing around my daughter. <laughs> All right, you come back. And when you come back, Tassadar takes off the mask and says, I have things to discuss with you, Orokusaki. Did Tassadar just take the mask off in front of the other people? No, because that wouldn't bring the whole group back to my chambers. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's okay, just me and you. Yeah. Um, and he puts it away and, and he says, um, I have some of the things you asked for. Okay, what's up? And he hey, puts, you have my cherry pie? And he puts down a map and he says, um, we could evacuate the city. And there's a couple options I wanted to bring to you. We could go into the, some of the abandoned structures near the stronghold. They are up in the air because of some defendable positions. He could not. He could only have a couple dozen jump onto the platform at a time. Um, other option is to go into the land with the overgrowth. The the creatures there that call that home would be as dangerous to them as they would be to us, and we have home field advantage. We can find ways around them. Um, I like that one. Okay. But this is the one that I'm particularly um, excited about. There is a large creature. We call it Fuchisika. It is a massive creature. Imagine land that had feet. We could make our residence on top of it, and they would have to bring down this creature to, bring, to get to our people. And he's cool with us living on him? would be as insignificant as small fish that take a ride on a whale. Mm. But a army of clockwork, I take, would draw his eye. We would have to funnel our people a little bit slower than we would want, but it can be done. These are the three best um, plans our advisors could come up with. Okay, we're going to do two of them. It's always best when you're facing a, a stronger and a enemy with more numbers to divide them. 
So if we had half go to the overgrown lands and half go onto the creature, he would be forced to choose either one or the other or to divide up, right. which obviously makes him less strong. Very well. If we can make him fight us on multiple fronts, it gives us... It, it shrinks his numbers. Okay. And since we're not relying on numbers anyway, splitting our forces is irrelevant. And... And he goes over and he opens up your desk and he pulls out two fabrics and he goes, Suko would like to know which color you like better. What are the colors? It's uh, One is like a, a purple, what do you call it? Um, name a hue of purple. Um, magenta. Magenta, thank you. A magenta and the other one is red. Red. Kind of like a, not crimson red, but a little lighter than crimson. Vale- I, I, I whisper into David's ear, Valerian wears purple. You don't want to be like that guy. <laughs> but purple's a royal color. Uh, red, I, point, I point to the red. Red's good luck in Asian culture, so. Uh, I, I, I talk like the guy from the gladiator. Red is the god's color. <laughs> they like you. Um I like how I like how you made the African man all of a sudden is Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, they like other, you. It's good. It, it's Get the, the Coliseum <laughs> <laughs> Now I choose the red. Let's it's move the, on. It, it's the big white guy, the Gaul. Oh, yeah, he is like a German guy. I thought guy. it was the black guy that told him to do that. No. Um, okay. Anyway, regardless, stupid movie. I choose the red. Regardless. Right. It goes very well. I'll, I'll, Hopefully I'll, this party goes off before we're all murdered. Um, Foreman Lady Setsuko. It goes, it goes, oh, please, I bet you uh, ten platinum pieces on our day of peace is the day the Empire attacks. Then our streets will run red with their blood. Then <laughs> it's a good thing I chose red. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, we, I also have, this is a day of good information, uh, Location of one of the factories. It is east of their main city of Core Hall. Really? Perhaps a week's journey. How fortified? Well, a week's journey from Core Hall? Yes. And it is well fortified. If only we could slam like a meteor into the ground. Just like, boom! No, but let me tell you something. Taking that place out would be worth a high cost. We're still searching for more, but that is one we have found. We do not know if they employ multiple, but it is... Uh, absolutely clockwork factory. Well, let me ask you something that I learned on my trip. Have you ever heard of the, a man named Su Chung? I have not. How can a man come from the north but nobody knows who he is? There are many men from the north. We have this is a, Did you know everyone a, in your land? This is a really smart guy. I'm sorry, I'm not aware friend, of him. A friend of the emperor. I will ask I around if you wish. He builds the clockwork. We know where he is. One of our people builds the clockwork. Yes. I will ask around unless you wish to keep this name secret. Ask around, but not with no telling why. Farewell. If you can't find out who he is, then go by his surname, his family name. Farewell. See if you can find out where he comes from. He comes from somewhere here. But you know what's good about this is now we know of two um, places that are strategically important. The Lich's Castle and this factory. Darn, how many dragons are there? Just your dad? That's the only one I know of. There are many in history, but if you would like, uh, I could, I could find out if there are any more who'd be willing to help our cause. And the reason I ask is, with these two places, it seems like an aerial attack is the only realistic attack. Okay. Well, in the forest? No, no, the Lich's castle and the factory. Yeah. <sighs> We could take those two places out. Yeah, only, as to my knowledge, only a dragon can fight a dragon successfully. 
Well, they have dragons, um, so it would be dangerous, but... Yeah. But we, we could find some... I could find out how many we could bring to our aid. Find out. Okay. I start making preparation to talk to Daddy. <laughs> Alright, at some point, I'll have you go talking to... We'll role play that independently, you and I. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, nothing to kill. <laughs> you look vexed, my lord. <laughs> well, now the sudden the sudden silence of attacks from otherworldly hitmen is making me nervous too, because Valerian mentioned about having sway over them, and all of a sudden it's quiet. Even though I'll tell you, Thorn, I think my, my suspicion with that was that I might be the sway. They want me dead. Valerian could deliver me. You see what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. I was worried that if I showed up, he'd go, Yeah, I have sway. It's you. It's a trade. No word yet on um, on anything else, and especially no word on your Kaiser Soze. And no word on the black books. Damn man's a phantom. I dare not ask Zeratul. I wish for him to come to me. Yeah, from now on, you have to go with my mask on to talk to Zeratul Ugh. and listen to his ramblings and then tell me anything important. If you wish, it will take some time before I can speak to my father. I could go speak to Zeratul for you. I like books, and I've been wanting to borrow one from the library for some time now. It, I, I will endure. Because of my great love for you, Master, I will endure this. I only ask a book in return. My lord, I do not think we have to worry about Zeratul not coming to us when he finds out information. Yeah, that's true. But, of course, Darn, you're free to take books if you want. Oh, thank you, Master. Um, Lightning thank says, you, Master Saki. Um, so what are, you, what are we going to do next? I'm getting bored. I'm sitting around eating. I don't know what to do. Everywhere we go, it's like clockwork. We can't fight. Nobody knows anything. Well, we can fight them. We're going to lose, but we can fight them. I got a lot of pokers in the fire, man. It's just not leading anywhere. He goes, why are you so worried about vampire attacking? You have to remember, uh, Lightning hasn't been in on all of this. Because Valerian has threatened to do that. Really? Yes. That sucks. What the only thing I have... Him off? It's what I didn't do. He just wants me to come back. Oh. Which at this point is the last thing I have to do. I could always just go show up at the palace and see what's what. Well, about a lot of pokers in the fire, Confucius say, chemists who fall in acid get absorbed in work. Go away. <laughs> I'm uninstalling Skype. <laughs> he goes, well, I'm going to go help Suko. Yeah, go, go party plan. Yeah. You let me know if you need any help or if there's anything interesting to do. Who's saying that? Lightning. Lightning, okay. And he goes, and by the way, what's up with Suko? I mean, like, I understand the well, happy, sad part, but why is she calling you dad? Oh, in order to protect her and make her life easy, I am calling her my daughter. So that everybody knows she is the Oroku's daughter. I see. I guess that's why uh, no one's been making fun of her. Correct. He's someone who looks like that. You expect to hear comments. Nobody talks about it. Looks like what? You know her face. From <laughs> Phoenix. Oh. Yeah, I'll have them dispatched immediately if they do that. She keeps her back covered so no one gets to see that. That's terrible, though. Imagine having that written on your back. I, just know that the fact the word asshole's on her back, let alone all the rest of it. <laughs> I know what we can do. That's fun. How close, Tacitar, how close is that... Uh 
horde of weirdos. Well, they are four days closer than they were last time you talked to me, my lord. Or three Which days. makes it... Can you just answer my question then? It's so how far? Two weeks and two days. <laughs> just answer my question, jerk off. <laughs> Man, for a bunch of people who are afraid of the Oroku Saka, they sure give me a lot of lip. You know, that, that's the only thing to do right now. Let's go, uh, let's go travel to the forest and see the preparations. Very well. Just bring a regular guard of Lin Kuei with me. My regular traveling guard. All right. You do so. Tassadar stays behind. Okay. Yeah. So what are you looking at here? What do you want here? First, I'm going to the other before the, where the forest would let out mm -hmm. and kind of inspecting the people they have prepared for who slips through. Okay. Um, some trees, like when you, like they turn, when they bow to you, the trees do. And you see, um, he goes, we've, um, one of the guys who's there says, we prepared a, um, the forest by interspacing our own trees in it. By the time the men come in, they will find the, tr the very trees themselves, hitting them from, uh, flanking them from behind. Then we will have the uh, roots come up and hold them in place, as many as we can, in order to split their forces. As they charge us, we will take, uh, they won't see the ones behind them being held back and being picked off. By the time they notice it and turn around, their attention will be split and we will hit them from the front and the sides. We are hoping just, to, en to ensue chaos. That's the plan. And just remember, you have the most important job. Anyone that comes out of this forest, you're the last line of defense. They cannot go past you. I, I nudge Tassadar. Tassadar's not there with you. Oh, sorry. Wrong guy. Uh, wrong. Well, I can't remember the. This guy's is just name. the Lin Kuei commander. I yeah. assume of that. Yeah. Little that force. Random that guy. I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. There's no name. It's just some random guy. This is a new guy. He's oh, just yeah. the head of this platoon or whatever. Mm. A lieutenant. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Never mind then. I don't say anything. I say then I go into the forest and inspect the forces in the forest. Okay. We've been playing so much. I haven't had time to come up with. Stuff. Well, I just assume it's a mixture of the trees of the Lin Kuei guys. Right. Kind of, I'm, well, if they're not doing this, I'm telling them what to do. They're sort of going to scatter. Okay. His own version of Valerian prepping the troops. The whole idea is if you figure, if it's a group kind of grouped together, mm -hmm. the whole idea I want is I want to break them and spread them out. Mm -hmm. There is, um, you see, from here to here, and he points out without walking over, he goes, we have uh, had the, uh, we've had roots tunnel under and take away all the dirt, and right now there are only roots there. On our word, the roots will attract and everyone standing on the ground will fall into a pit. Exactly. So the whole point here is let's just, you know, we're going to make the fights. I want the fight, the little battles to end up being 20 against 5, 15 against 2. We need to s separate them and have the, the, the fighting in our advantage at all times. Absolutely crush them. Then I go to the front of the forest where there should have been a diplomatic. Okay. Yep. And I assume they're dressed they should be dressed in a way that's not so military, so that when the things come, they, they can see they're seeing someone official, but not right. a soldier. Yep, yep. And then I tell them, um, this is where I'm going to be with you. You honor us. They have, each of them have um, porcelain masks on that have the word peace written on, and it's lengthy. Okay. And I say, um, don't sacrifice yourselves. If you think for any moment there's going to be no conversation, then retreat all the way to the back. And we'll be the front line. Who nods. So I take, like, basically all the leftover guys that came with me and whatever leftover guys from all the other forces, we're sort of a front line mm -hmm. just within the first 10 feet of the forest. Okay. And uh, I tell them, we're going to have the most dangerous job, but our job is to make them pay as much as possible for entering the forest. They know. And then continue to fall back. 
you don't have to stand your ground. Kill, fall back. Kill, fall back. You understand? Yes. This is guerrilla warfare. If you kill two, fall back. <laughs> kill two, fall back. Don't just stand there. I like this. I decided I'm going to hang out here. For the next two weeks? Well, what is there to do? <laughs> okay. Sit I want to go to the library. You want to go to the library, honey? All right, I'm going to take him to the library. I'll be back in two weeks. Okay. <laughs> Let's go see said Zulu Zul. Zeratul. I look at David. By the way, I can, I, every, I, every time I talk with Zeratul, I forget to mention this. He has no mouth. He has no nose. Just, he has no ears. Words come out. You hear him in your mind. Ooh, I like this guy. He's weird. I, sorry, I always forget this. He does have um, eyes, though. Big eyes. Um, so he, he's like an Area 51 alien? All right, so you go to Zeratul? Duh. All right. Well, hold on. I I, I got to do something anyway. Go ahead. You go. I, I wait outside anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. You go into this the, one of the stronghold building like things, and uh, you were here when I described before. Books everywhere. Walls almost made out of books. Different mm -hmm. things and showcased in like little, um, you know, like almost um, museum like. Yeah. Um, some rooms are just like super tall with this like huge ladder, so you can get to the, all these books. There's like columns just of books that look like they're holding mm -hmm. up the ceiling. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, I, I look astounded. Uh, just absolutely. I start like kind of going all over the place looking at all the different types of books he has. On like everything I, under the sun. Everything under the sun. If I find a volume I've read before, I'm like, oh, I've read this. <laughs> um, um, oh, this author's crappy. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> uh, that kind of thing. Uh, specifically looking for books on diplomacy. And imperial history. Okay. Roll a d20. Roll the 13. You walk into a room and there's Zeratul and he's like pouring over a book. And he looks up and he turns around to you and says, Greetings. And he bows to you, but he doesn't hide his face from you. Uh, I bow I bow quite low. Greetings, Master Zeratul. What do I owe this pleasure? I was coming to look for some books to borrow. Oh, I have many tomes here. Books? Do I have books? <laughs> I'm incredibly impressed. Oh, and I whispered to David. Oh, and I forgot to I tell you. I didn't go in. Oh, I before we went in, before we went in, I whispered to David. Oh, real real quick, you told me to make sure to let you know. Give Tassadar a cookie. Yeah. So I I'm I I'm thoroughly impressed by this library. I I was uh, only able to have a piecemeal collection myself back at my father's home. Well, knowledge is so important. So many neglect knowledge, and they make mistakes that need not be made. I look at him. I could not agree with you more, Master Zaratul. Um, I was wondering specifically on what books you have on the Empire. Ooh, books on the Empire. Hmm, I have some about its history. About the history of the Empire before it was the Empire. Um, if I wanted to borrow these, would you be opposed to them? No, of course. Just bring them back, if you will. Absolutely. I myself have some extensive knowledge and could perhaps answer questions as well. I would love to have dinner with you some night and hear about such things, if you would, if you would be willing. Uh, employees are not allowed to date. <laughs> Of course, but I will tell you that I cannot do it until I've accomplished my task for the Grand Master. He has told me it is of utmost importance. I of have not I. yet rested, and I shall not until I accomplish this goal. Of course, I absolutely understand. Mm -hmm. 
Thus, things must be done very carefully when handling these black books. It is for a reason that they are so difficult to find. Um, I will must go back to work. Please enjoy the library. Well, you got to have like the quickest conversation ever with this guy. He must really like you. Thank you, Master Zeratul, and I'll, I will try not to disturb you. And I keep and I start like making noise all over the library, pulling books off shelves. And... <laughs> he makes a motion, a little candle falls him as he walks down reading a book. Uh, yeah, I get you. Some books you from will the get Empire. a plus five onto your first, your next diplomacy roll, thanks to reading a book on diplomacy. I read a book on killing clockworks. <laughs> I get a plus twenty to all attack rolls. <laughs> Automatic criticals. Oh, so those grenades! I want to talk to you about them. Well, I want to talk to you about them. So this is fortuitous. The grenades—they do the damage that they say, but note that it says will uh, go off in one d three rounds. That means when you light a grenade, you I roll one d three. And I'm not going to tell you when, how many rounds it's going to be explode. There's a little bit of like chaos with them. You're not sure when they're going to explode. It's not like a grenade you pull a timer, you know, five seconds. You know here, it's somewhere between six and 26 seconds. And just to skip the debate, obviously I would carry as many of those as you would allow me to. So what's the number that I can have? You can have 10. You can just like open your coat, open your coat and you're full of grenades if you want. Because there's a there's a down there's like any weapon there's, a, there's an upside and downside. Some situations you want to use them, sometimes you won't. Tens a lot though. Let's just say I have. Let's re- I want to be more realistic than that. You wouldn't really walk around with because they would probably be bulky in this world. It's not like we have yeah, great right. technology. Let's just say I have like two and kind of on the back of my bandolero belt, like cool. toward you know on my back. Two I think is reasonable, right? But I, the reason I want to talk about that so. Do I make them, or does this mean these people already had this knowledge? No, you made them, or you told somebody how to make them. They're kind of like the old bomb, like the the cannonball style. Yeah, yeah. I want to add to the... That's going to be part of the withdrawal. Part of the retreat is... I show them, obviously, how to build it. Stop that, it hurts my eyes. And then what I do is, when we retreat from the city, right? Mm. We're just going to, in key positions, booby trap, like a, a door here, a door there. You know what I mean? So that when someone opens that door, it lights it. It goes off. All right, cool. And we do it like in the palace. Remind you me know, what happens, I'm sure I'm going to forget. In the import, any, like, the important, any place we look, like I kind of go and look at the village uh-huh. as an as a invader. Uh-huh. Everywhere I think they would say, go check out in there, bomb. Go check out in there, <laughs> bomb. You know, right. the idea would be to kill as many of them as possible. This is for the, the, uh, where, the, the where all the lycanthropes? No, 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 no. For the clock. Uh, this case, is part of the retreat. Them. Gotcha, gotcha. This is part of the retreat plan. Right. If we if we leave the city, the city's like laced with these things. All right. So I have guys like around the clock you guys building do? them. I go back to the stronghold and uh, ask Suko how the preparations are coming. How far out she thinks she is. She says. Uh, she says. Um, this well, might be a good time to do it. We're planning on it to be in about three weeks. Now. Three three weeks. Yep. I'm not not telling you anything because it's gonna all be a surprise. Okay. Surprise, we're all going to be dead in three weeks. <laughs> Why would we all be dead in three weeks? We can't be. It's time of peace. Peace day. I'm with you. Just keep keep going with your plans. Thanks for letting me do this, Dad. And she hops up and kind of kisses you on your forehead of the mask. Who is this person? <laughs> all right. Um, Tacidart, find the remains of the paladin that was executed. Um, I need not find them. I know where they are. They're in the belly of several beasts. <laughs> Whoops! All right, scratch that. We uh, goes. We let him out to die without a burial. Man, you guys are cold. He was an assassin. That's what happened to enemies of the Lin Kuei. 
They do not deserve no. burials. I forgot. I had a. Uh, we had like a bunch of guys go out to check out the, the weather machine and everything. Whatever came of that. Uh, we have all. Uh, we gathered all the parts and we brought them to Zeratul. And Zeratul refused to look at them until he was done with your task. But he's going to be the one to be most knowledgeable about it. But it was definitely destroyed and incapacitated. Yes, it was in pieces. It took several trips. And what are the staffs? Uh, we found one that was whole. The others were broken. Which is the one that's whole? A uh, rod of thunder, my lord. Bring the rod of thunder to me with a uh, with a wizard. Very well. I went through a lot of trouble for that stupid thing. Oh, oh, my lord. You? If we could, maybe, if you could tell Suko to calm down. She's like, I, I'm afraid tomorrow she's going to be painting everyone pink. <laughs> this place looks like a, a little girl's room, not like a stronghold of a of a, someone who's great and powerful as you. Well, it's been a long time since I've seen her happy, so I don't want to dampen her spirits. You know what, Tassadar? This is going to be a hard job for you. Uh, yes. You find a way to rein her in a little bit without making her upset about it. I'm, uh, I'm not like a people person, my lord. Ooh. I mean, look oh, at I this. He opens the door, there's like flyers, like streamers. Yeah. He's like, look at it. <laughs> there's like the Lin Kuei guard who's standing still like, you know, those British guards with the tall hat. They stand in front of your door and they're just like covered in streamers. <laughs> <laughs> your dog's playing with a stuff. <laughs> you know, I just kind of laugh and like I slap Tassadar on the shoulder and I'm just say, let her have her fun. As soon as the party's over, you have my permission to, to put it all back the way it was. Very well, Grandmaster. It's one of the joys of having a child. I take it you don't have children. I do not. Yeah, let her have her fun. Children are our weakness. This is true. If someone tried to kill me, I could defend myself. Someone takes my child. What am I to do? Kill everybody. <laughs> Everyone dies. You all die. Just as if you had told, just as you told me to find the families of these members on these lists, I make sure that that cannot happen to me. Ooh, that reminds me, Caleb. Who was it that, um, what's his name? Ashitaka, Ashitaka, Ashitaka. Ashitaka. Was it? Did he said it was his daughter or his wife that Kaiser says he. Tassadar, what of Ashitaka's daughter? He told me she was. Before he perished, he told me she had been kidnapped. I was not aware Ashitaka had a daughter. Well, apparently he did. You guys weren't aware of a lot of stuff. <laughs> My lord, Look. I told you I was merely a servant. Well, now you're the man. So, look into that. Find out if he had a daughter and find out if she's still missing. I, I sort of, um, another thing I forgot to mention, Caleb, another a thing I'm changing is, periodically, I go and I, like, stroll through Antioch. Okay. So I'm visible, meaning I'm not, like, a in-hiding right. guy anymore. So I go and I, like, you know, buy food or... I kind of go into a bar <laughs> and I have a drink. And I know everyone probably just stays away from me, but I, I, I fight. I start to fight against that. Very well. That okay. culture. I always pay. You know, they don't want me to pay, but I, like, pay for everything. Gotcha. So whenever there's downtime, I, I go and stroll through town. In fact, that's what I'm doing now since there's nothing else to do. Okay. I go down into Center City, Antioch, with just maybe, like, two guys. Okay. But I tell them, you know, back off. Don't be... To uh, sort of like when the president comes through with this uh, with the All right. secret service, All right. and I go down to a local. This will be fun. I go to a, a bar. Me and me, Tharn, and two of my guard. We go to the to the bar I was at before. All right, I, it's me. It's fun. This will be fun just to see um, 
how does everyone react like when i come in the bar uh it, like it's quiet immediately the person this just girl singing where the little band area is where you had the bard where you had uh heck that little section she's singing she stops yeah. and everyone just kind of stares at you and then everyone uh, bows and then I, I look over at the girl and i say who told you to stop and she begins to sing again <laughs> i just i go right up and sit at the bar like a regular joe and order uh sake okay the bartender himself comes over and says what would you like and he gets you sake and then i put a whole stack of gold on the bar and say the next round is on me sake from the sake <laughs> one or two people like try to stop us a laugh and then i'm drinking like this <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh all right cool people uh, enjoy it and i'm sitting with my back on the bar like elbows up so i'm facing the people like the cool. people all right people are getting more used to you and then they start going back to their normal talking oh, okay any guy with a wrapped face in there uh like a perception check <laughs> do i really have to make a perception check if you want to see if there's a guy with a wrapped face if you want to <laughs> A lot of people personally get high in plain sight pretty well. All right, I really am going to make a perception check. Okay. Let's see if there's anybody uh, at a place there. I think showing up unannounced somewhere gives me an opportunity. 22. Yeah. There is a, a guy in the corner absolutely away from everybody. He is, does not look like he's there to be social. Is he sitting down or standing? He's sitting down at a table in the corner. No food or no drink. And uh, he's a piece of paper and he's writing on it. I kind of tap. I tap the arm on the arm, kind of like, follow me. And we I walk follow. over, and I, I sit right down at the table across from the guy. Yeah, he goes, I, I don't want anything. Without looking at me, he's still writing. I, uh, I clear my throat, <clears throat> and I kick the table. He looks up. And I, have, I heavily drop my armor arm on the <laughs> table. <laughs> he looks up. Orokusaki, and he stands, and he bows. I go, please sit down. I'm, I'm standing to the back left of David at this point. All right, cool. Kind of like that. Yeah, I get that. Like the, the, the strong arm. Uh, he sits down. Uh, I notice everybody else here is drinking and listening to music and, and enjoying themselves. And I noticed you kind of over here off on your See, own and you have no, no food like or drink. nervous. He's like swaying. He's kind of looking around at everybody. This is true. Grandmaster. I wanted some time alone. I'm, I'm writing a letter. Perhaps a great grandmaster would find uh, more entertainment elsewhere with someone who is more imp uh, important than I am. <laughs> I think the Grand Master can decide where he'll find his entertainment. I find you interesting. <laughs> who are you writing a letter to? Uh, a, a friend of mine. A friend of yours? Is yes. it a girl? Uh, it, it, um, no. No, it's not a girl. It's is male. it a boy? Uh, it's Yes, yes, it's a boy. Just a letter telling him about some, some things I'm going through. Well, I don't know if you know. I'm a pretty connected guy. Maybe I could help you if you're having some troubles. Um, uh, I know you're not used to this, but this is... You're, you're new, Orokusaki. I'm here to help. What's the problem? What's your troubles? Um, my lord, I am sick. You're sick? And that's Who? why you maybe not want to be near me. I Could I roll a sense make motive on What was that? Can I roll a sense motive? Sure. What are you trying to do? See if he's lying. Okay. I know what sense motive does now. Can I am I? supposed to roll your sense motive. What's your bonus? Plus six. It seems to you that he's telling the truth. Okay. And what what ails you? Um, 
Well, that's the problem, Grandmaster. No one really knows, and the doctors can't do anything. So, What's the symptoms? <laughs> at the moment, Lord, I am, I am thirsty all the time, and I, uh, well, I need to kind of lift up his shirt, and you can see his ribs. His skin is like clinging to his body. I, um, mm. I don't feel very good, and I'm coughing a lot, and I have headaches all the time. And so I was kind of writing a goodbye letter. And I take it you've taken all the available potions and elixirs? I have. Nothing can fix me and no one knows what it is. Does anyone else have it, this? It's or gray. It, it, his skin is starting to turn like pale. But not like white pale, but kind of a gray pale. He's not like an alien gray. But he's just a little right, gray right. tint to his skin. And is it just you with this affliction or is this something I need to be worried about? Uh, I know not. I don't know where I got it from. Who's the doctor that you saw? Uh, Billy Bob Thornton over on Fifth Ave. <laughs> he tells you a place and a name. Uh, I stand up and I say, I'm going to look into this for you. Uh, thank you, Grandmaster. Y you really need not. Well, as much as, not just for you, but for, of course for the safety of all the people, we don't need an incurable disease spreading through the land. Okay, let's go. I go to the doctor's office. Hey, Danny, do you want to play some D&D tonight? Oh, I can't. My parrot's going to have open-heart surgery again. That sucks. Yeah, it's going to be super boring. Hang in there, Danny. She'll pull through. But remember, when you can't play, listen. At Tales from the Lich, we do our best to provide an immersive RPG play session with an ever-expanding library. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com You go to the doctor's office, and he bows, and he goes, uh, Grandmaster, how may I be of assistance? I just encountered a man in the tavern with a strange disease, and he said no one could figure out what it was. you know of who I speak? Uh, uh, what color was his hair? Brown, and he was very skinny, paling skin. Uh, yes, I believe I, I tried to treat him the other day. I ask you which one, because there's been several coming in like him. With the same disease? Yes. At least the same symptoms. Well, now this greatly concerns me, an incurable disease spreading. And you've never seen anything like this? I have not, and I'm not so sure it's incurable. It's just something I have yet to come across. And I have a, a potion, a, a friend here who can make potions, and he, an alchemist, and he tried to make a potion of cure disease and it didn't work, so we're thinking of something supernatural. We're looking into it. Okay. I want to be kept uh, notified of your progress. I want you to send word um, through, and I kind of motion to one of my guards and um, tell him to appoint okay. a go-between from the city to us. I want this man kept up to date with this. This concerns me. He nods his head. And also, if there's anybody, any other assistance or knowledge you need, just let the man know, and I'll make it available to you. Grandmaster, it's very generous. Um, so you came into contact with this person? At the bar, uh, perhaps I can look you over and make sure that you are okay. You can, but I can't remove my mask. Um, he does a couple simple things with you, and he's like, well, you seem okay, but if you get any symptoms, come here. See if we can't do something about it. Will do. Uh, don't hold that hope, though. So far, we have yet to be able to do anything to even slow it down. Again, that's my concern, so anything you need is at your disposal. Thank you, Grandmaster. Except killing people. <laughs> As I seem to have to keep telling everybody. 
Well, we're trying to prevent that. Okay, okay good. So one guy is on the same page as me. Help people, not kill people. Just so we're clear. He's um, a doctor, not a... <laughs> well, I don't know. Like Apparently, his land seems to... Their go-to thing is kill a bunch of people. Okay. I kind of wrap up and go back to the my frilly stronghold. Okay. <laughs> frilly. <laughs> Very good. Has it been two weeks? <laughs> no. Would you like to skip two weeks in the future? Yeah, let's skip to the... To the hoedown with the lichens ropes. Alright, same with Unless you. nothing else happens. Same with you? Yeah, I mean, what else can I do? I have to follow the Saki. A few... Now, of, course, during, uh, of course, during those two weeks, I'm getting daily, if anything would have changed with all the stuff I have going on. I'm getting daily reports. At some point, midweek, um, you get a report, Lord. I come from Dr. Blank face name. Gonzo. Blank. Dr. Gonzo. Nope. Dr. Moto. Moto, nice. M O T O. Right. M O T O. Is he and son of a dragon too? Um, is his first name Key? Go away. Um, <laughs> he goes, Dr. Moto sends word. Um, they have made no progress, and there has been several more people um, afflicted. He is concerned that we might have an epidemic on our hands, that we might need to take yeah. steps. Quarantine them. Yep. Tell him from now on, anyone who contracts the illness is to be quarantined mm, very well and then anyone that they've been in contact with to be monitored closely and at first symptom is quarantined two more days go by and people within the stronghold are, are are being taken out and quarantined because they are contracting this illness man i just can't win it's like it goes from bad to worse around and here and david uh i think at this point you're gonna have to see one of them who's really showing the symptoms and uh, you don't need to make any checks. It's just from your memory. This looks like the plague. The ama- people are going, becoming emaciated. They're turning gray. The plague. We have been sabotaged. Oh man. At one point, the doctor comes in and he's like, he looks like he's harried. He's like, like he's been up a couple of days, and he's like, we don't know what to do. This, I, 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 I don't have the training. I don't have the resources. Like everything you've given me, I don't know what to do about this. The Empire's been handling this for a long time, and they've kept it within their borders, so we've never had to deal with it before. We don't we don't have what they have to be able to quarantine an entire village. To quarantine the section they quarantine off would be to quarantine half of our empire, half of our lands. We don't I don't know what to do. I I can't fulfill your orders, I don't know what to do. And he looks just like he looks he's just strung out. Because no one would ever talk to you this way, but he just like seems to be at like at the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. It's highly contagious. This is real bad. The freaking Empire's <laughs> had it for years, and they can't get rid of it. Yeah. I mean, we, we, there are extreme measures we can take. We can put them all in one place and try to burn it out, but it's just tough. Because if even one person goes by, they spread it to, like, five others by the time he shows symptoms. It's um, just tough. Is there a map in the room that we're talking in of the kingdom? Sure. Uh, I, I say, Doctor, where do you know where most of the cases have been coming from? Uh, yeah, they're mostly here on the border here, but they've been spreading out to everywhere. But we have the most cases here. My my recommendation, Grandmaster, is you quarantine the border. No one gets in or out under pain of death. Any other cases beyond the border, it looks like we can handle. It. If the doctor is saying that it, it, it's small, but it's been spreading out, we can handle that. But the border has to be quarantined. Tassadar, how big of a project is it to close the borders? Tassadar is looking very warily at the doctor. And he kind of like, what? Like, he kind of like, take him on a stupor. Uh, what is that, Grandmaster? I'm sorry. What's the problem? Why are you distracted? 
He walks over to your ear and he says, A highly contagious disease and a doctor who's dealt with many of them and he shows no symptoms. This doesn't sit well with me. That's a good question. Um, if he had the symptoms, why, why would he have the gall to come to see you in person and risk you? Uh, I turn to the doctor then after he whispers, How is it you've been managed to not be infected when you've spent the most time with the infected? Uh, my lord, I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you why these disease picks who it picks. We know so little about it. If we could get some doctors from the Empire, they know a lot. If we could get some sort of communication, maybe they could tell us how it transfers, and we could tell who's immune, and I do not know. I stop and I look at David. Rokusaki, judging from the letter Valerian sent us, he would be the least willing person to help us, but as you were talking earlier, his wife, Mana, the queen, has a soft spot. Request an, we could send a delegation, a small one, and request an audience with her. He said he won't receive any delegations from us. Is there any way we can get a message to her? Uh, in my recollection, no. <laughs> you can get next to Mana. Not by any straightforward means. You can think of no way to get a message to her. Lord, we own the birds of the air. Not many men look to the sky when they try to defend someone. Okay, we can try it. I guess we could send a crow with a message on its foot, like a carrier pigeon type situation. Okay, you can give it a try. Try to send her a message. Very well, I shall draft a letter immediately, Master. And in the meantime, here's what we're going to do. We have to take those who are infected but not yet weak and let they have to be the ones... um, to round up and, and carry out these orders. We can't do it with healthy people. So find the healthiest of them, round up all those with the plague, and let's move them into one of the uh, floating str- empty strongholds. And then no one is to go anywhere near it. And we'll have food uh, periodically left. When it comes down, have some food periodically left that they come off and collect themselves to have the food left while it's in the air. So far, Lord, there's... Very few uh, fatalities, ex- but the few that there are are all children. Where are we to bury them? No. I know it seems crass, but anyone that dies from it has to be burned. Completely. Right. Their clothes, everything. All right, all right. That's what we got. And the moment anyone shows a symptom, they go. I don't care if we have to do door-to-door checks every day. All right, all right. But again, we need to employ... Plague, the guards must be plagued. No more healthy people working with infected people. And then you just continue to look into it. I believe you about your immunity, too, because I did myself once travel through the plague lands and came out without the plague, so I know that that can be done. It's my pleasure to serve you. Even if it's not my pleasure in the way, I must serve you. And I say that so Tassadar hears it, too, so he understands that that is possible. Okay. In fact, I was literally, like, covered in it, if I remember correctly. It yeah, but you, you literally drank a potion of resist po- a, a disease. But I thought they were fake. No, Jeez. the second one was fake. Ah. The first one you did was real. And then I tell, okay, yeah, but uh, now you're reminding me. So I tell Tassadar that that exists. Mm-hmm. And I say, um, there is a potion you can take. There is a resist disease potion. Perhaps we could dispatch someone who's a little good at... You know, send someone in covertly to Core Hall to see and make sure they're well-funded to procure as much as possible without being suspicious. 
And then once you procure some, bring it back and have it analyzed and see if we can duplicate it. Very well. In fact, hold off on the mana thing for now. Write the letter, but don't send it. Okay. Got it. First, send someone out, procure some of that resist disease potion and see if we can't duplicate it. Okay. And we can vaccinate. Even though it only lasts a couple of days, it could be en enough Less time. A week? Yeah. So in a week's time, if we had enough for all the people who are healthy, everyone could take it and it would give us a bias a week to separate everybody out. It will send as fast as we can. Okay. And the guy, like, he just, the doctor's, like, leaving with his head in his hands. And obviously, Tacitar, I have everyone who shows a symptom removed from the stronghold. Of course. Burn their belongings. I Nobody. recommend that you don't interact with many other people. Go through me or some others. Correct. Have my guards all checked and those are the only people anywhere near us and make sure Suko stays clear of everybody too it was we were fools to rely on the empire to keep this at bay we should have made precautions i know it almost seems intentional well <laughs> as we know your predecessor wasn't exactly his goal apparently was not to preserve life so i can understand why he didn't prepare well mine is so let's do all that we can okay a couple more days combined it's getting closer to these the marauders coming in and um, and a potion is brought back and it's it's being analyzed now but you have yet to make anything and um, and a lot of people have been taken to the stronghold and you're still getting cases here and there and it's trying to be handled but they have yet to actually handle it and it seems to be spreading very quickly like this is a fast spreading disease and uh, a good chunk of the Linque are getting it as well Tharn, maybe you should go see your your friend in the library, he might know something about this. Very well, Master. And I, uh, and I trot on, trot on down the library. And I tell Tazadar, nobody rests. I want that potion analyzed and duplicated. I don't care if you have to work in shifts around the clock. See if Sozul knows anything. Zeratul. Sozul Bob. I look at uh, Zeratul and I, I bow. Okay, uh, well. Master Zeratul, mm -hmm. uh, the Grand Master sent me down here with a request. Um, a, if it is a request from the Grand Master, I shall obey. A disease has broken out among the people. It, it appears to be one that is likened to that of uh, found in the Plaguelands in the Empire, and he has sent me to uh, find what information and help I can get uh, from uh, your, your great library. Ooh, a cruel, cruel disease, the plague. Quite undefeatable. It has broken out before in times past, and it was only through years that the plague was went away. There was no quarantine, it just killed thousands until there was no one left in the area to kill. That was the way it was defeated in ages past. This new way is quite interesting, but is maybe a bit slower. But as for a cure, I've never heard of one coming up with. It is known that there is no resistance to it, unless one was to take a potion of resist disease. But there are no immunities. If you contract it, if you are, uh, interact with it, you contract it. Is what makes it so uh, very, very nefarious. Most other diseases has at least some people, even a few, who can resist it with an immunity but not the plague. There is not a man alive who, should, who could be able to resist it. So what help I can give you is only what history has taught us. We can wait it out, but it will cost many lives. Or you can take a potion. 
last you as long as it lasts. Thank you very much, Master. If there's any other information that you have, I, I would ask that you forward it to um, the Grand Master. I will do a bit of research, but I believe what I have told you is what I will. Of course. And if there's anything you ever need of me, no, only need you, you know that you only need to ask, and I bow low and I exit the he room. He you says you are very kind. Uh, how, how, do you, how do you end letters, like a letter from um, one person to another, uh, with, it's an S word. Sincerely? Sincerely, okay, thank you. Salutations. Not the word I'm looking So how much of what I just told you did you hear, and how much of that was you writing the letter? Uh, I heard a lot of it. A lot of it, good. Glad. <laughs> Quarantine works. Uh, potion works, but it only lasts so long. There are no immunities known. Uh, we didn't quarantine anyone last time, and it broke out. Right, so we, we're doing the right thing. Continue with the quarantine, and then when we have the potion, if everyone healthy takes it, then you just keep picking people out while it's not spreading. Mm -hmm. Or everyone's just going to die. And then Valerian doesn't have to worry about it. Well, I believe this puts a damper on your daughter's party. Sure seems to. She's not going to be too happy. You want me to tell they, her to stop? I exclaimed, the gods knew that she was going to have a party. <laughs> I don't think right now parties are the best uh, idea. Everyone's dying, but we're over here drinking. <laughs> um, oh, man. Well, she said it was still three weeks away. Let's see where we're at in three weeks. By the time the uh, Marauders hit, it'll be about a week away. Yeah, I don't see any reason in dampening her spirits right now. Okay? Let's see what you got. To Her Imperial Majesty, it is with great regret and sorrow right to you inform you of a situation developing in the Kingdom of the North. A plague has arisen along our border with your esteemed empire, a plague which strongly resembles that of the disease in your plague lands. Diplomatic relations between our two nations have been strained as of late, and our king is afraid of the answer we should receive from the Imperial government if we were to make an official request and aid for doctors and potions. This is the purpose I write to you. We have been informed of your kindness and love of the common people, and we beseech your aid. We are in need of doctors and potions of cure disease, and it is our understanding that the Empire has... I don't know what I that word... Have, I, I might have used the wrong word there. Indelible. Indelible experience dealing with such sickness. We would request unofficially any help you and your agents could render. I anxiously look forward to hearing from your Imperial Highness on the matter, and I look toward brighter days where our two nations may enjoy better relations with the greatest sincerity and hope of your future. Your servant, Thorin, son of Vermithrax, the great servant of the King of the North. Just so you know, Thorin, if she gets this letter and goes to Valerian, and he finds out we try to go over his head to her, it's going to take every... You won't get your embassy. I could always say, P.S., don't tell Valerian. Yeah, that would make it worse, I think. <laughs> goes, I don't believe we need potions of cure disease, but of resist disease. Resist, yeah. Resist disease. But she would know that. They know what they, what works and doesn't work. And also, how is she to get back to you, Thorin? This is why I present my work to you guys, so I can know these things. Just tell her she can attach a letter back to the crow. But now, listen. I understand we're trying to help people, but you're, you're, you're giving away a lot here. What should I redact? No, no, no. Well, just going over Valerian's head could just make it even worse, but now they'll know the crows work for us. They might not know that. I could trash the letter. Or we can Ta use a carrier pigeon. Tacit, are we coming on duplicating the potion? Uh, or may I just say that um, duplicating the potion isn't uh, difficult. It's, uh, they've gotten it down, but it's production that is slow. There's not, we don't have many uh, magic users here. And it takes a magic user to 
to make these. At the moment we can, he says uh, he can only make like six a day. Six a day, huh? You're revising your letter? Mm-hmm. What do you want me to take out and leave in? My fear has nothing to do with the content. It's the going over his head. It's the whole thing, yeah. If you wish to respond, please attach a note to the crow with your response. I would ask your discretion uh, with this letter. It cannot appear that we are attempting to go over Larian's head. We have great respect for your husband, but we have merited his wrath of late. Again, please use discretion when taking action. My lord, perhaps it is time for you to meet with him as king, since he has said that this is the only way which he will address you. I thought he said he wouldn't do that anymore. This letter said that he would address you only in person. Oh, but then I thought the next message said that's all done with. No, his latest message said, Expect no further correspondence with me. I will accept no letters. I host no representatives. I will deal with you or no one. Corhall's gates open at sunrise. Oh. I'm sure the arrival of your litter will make its way to my ears. I am not a child, and this is no game. Appear to me when I least expect, and your trip will be short and unproductive. Okay. You're a very angry person. Send him, teleport him, this message. Um, dictation. So I don't have to type it out. <laughs> oh, you're gonna make me do it. I'm sorry that I have offended you, great emperor. I wish to accept your invitation of a face-to-face -face meeting in order to resolve our differences and misunderstandings immediately. Please advise on a place, a time and place to meet. And now, what's gonna come out the other end? Of your dictation when when the empire has their little spy people with the little things that punch out the letters from world war ii pacific fleet under attack <laughs> this is no drill we're using the enigma machine exactly i'll have a teleport to him immediately sir but now you realize what this means what we only have two choices either we send the decoy with me doing that weird trick you guys do which I am afraid because I'm not positive Larian wouldn't be able to see through that. Or I actually have to go meet with him. Would it not be wise to teleport into the city a day early and then have the, the mage with you at all times? That way, even before Valerian, you could teleport out? I mean, we could, but he's aware of this ability, so if I show up with a mage, he could have the mage seized. Disguise the mage. First, let's just see where he wants to have this meeting, and then we can decide. Very well. Maybe he wants to have it outside of Core Hall. He wants to have it in the palace, it seems. So I shall send the, I shall send the messenger? Immediately. All right, he leaves the room. And obviously, come to me as soon as he hears back. Hold off on the letter to her. I mean, write it, but don't send it. All right, after um, maybe eight, eight hours... Uh, the messenger comes back. They would not accept the letter. <laughs> right, so how do we have a face-to-face -face meeting if you won't? Read it like three times, David. He has it pretty close. He has it pretty clear. He's saying the king has to just like show up at Core Hall? Uh, yeah, Core Hall gates open at sunrise. I'm sure the arrival of your litter will make its way to my ears. Uh, yeah, my lord, he would not accept the letter. I, I didn't even get a meeting with anyone official or special. It was some low-level lackey. They turned me away. And they gave me no reason. Alright. What do you think, Thorne? I'm thinking about just going to him. And just let the chips fall. Yes, but keep 
the wizard close. Well, he needs a day. When we show up there, oh, you're saying teleport out the day Early. before. Yeah. Whatever happens, my lord, in six days, the marauders will meet here. Well, we have a plan in place. Even if I wasn't there, you know what to do. I just trust your diplomatic abilities more than others. If you had a vote, how would you vote? Go Between going yourself, they will accept no one else. Well, I mean, in sending the, the, the little tricky do that we do with the proxy. <laughs> but Valerian can see. He seems like a, he has supernatural abilities, too. I think he might be able to see through that. Master David, I would go as yourself, but keep a retinue close, and I would not meet with him in the palace. Meet with him in public. I don't think we're going to be able to dictate the terms. You are David. You're the piece on the board he seeks. You can dictate terms, Master. Yeah, okay. When we teleport, we can teleport like as a, a carriage and everything? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what we're going to do. You're going to come with me, Tharn. We are going to put together a very empirical... Uh, empirical. A very... Um, royal. Royal, majestic carriage. We have to look like this is the king. I want the they guards dressed finely. And we are going to come so it's clear who this is. If I may. You may. I, I know they have seen my face before, but would it be possible to disguise someone as, as the king? Well, that's what we just talked about. Do we want to keep playing this game or do we want to just well, do this? Because eventually it's going to come down to this at some point. He's just Valerian isn't bad, but he's not patient. If we keep cha making him chase his tail, eventually he's going to... Bring, at some point, this is going to come to a head. I'm just saying, should we just do it now? Again, I mean, at some point, he's got to know who I am. There's just no way around it. My lord. Yes. I know you're very busy, but Zeratul wishes an audience. Oh boy, here we go. He's here. He is. He Tell him. His little go, hole. go out and make it very clear to him that I will see him and hear him. But make it very clear to him that time is precious right now, that he must keep it to the point, and that all the pomp and circumstance is not necessary or wanted. All right. The door's open, Zeratul is escorted in, and he keeps his face low, and he says, Grandmaster, I have come, and as you've requested, I will keep my words short. I bring to you a gift, and I hope that it will serve you as well as the previous gift, gift has. And he reaches in his pocket, and he pulls out um, some sort of weird device. Gold, uh, kind of triangular, triforce looking thing with green inset runes and a center has a uh, pyramid kind of uh, crystal. Okay. To tell you what this does, I request that it would be us alone. The knowledge is forbidden to all but the Orokusaki. Okay, so be it. I wave everybody out. Okay, including Thorin? Yeah. Alright. Mm, Grandmaster, knowledge is important, as you are sure to know. And he puts, he holds the crystal out with both hands. Um, this will give you the knowledge you need at the time you need it. Take this crystal and travel to, and he gives you a location. And he goes, there you will find the help you need. The help that is Worthy only for Orokusaki. What's the location he gave me? It's someplace not very far away. And I have to go alone? That is the tradition. 
Thank you. I accept your counsel. And when you have more time, we should talk about how the hounds have served you. I would be pleased to hear it. I thought you would appreciate them, given your knack for things from another world. And what world are these things from? While our world is composed of many planes, they come from the places in between planes. So far, they've been a great present. I thank you. Mm, I'm pleased you like them. And as you request, I will waste not a moment more of your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Then he leaves. Okay, I bring everyone back in. Uh, Tassadar, prepare the, the, um, the carriage and all the men as I've requested. There's something I must go do alone. And when I return, I want to be ready to leave. Yes, mm, Grandmaster. Tharn, come with me. And then me, Misty, and Tharn head out to wherever it is he told me. Okay. So, just so you know, the idea here is I'm going to go right to the outskirt with Tharn, and then he'll stay, and all I'll right. go to the spot Okay. alone. But he travels with me. All right. You said it's not far, right? Yep. You have some nice travel time with just you two. It's fine like you're not surrounded by people. It's just some nice peace. And, yeah. uh, and you go out, and it's near the shore, and, um, and then you eventually get to uh, this spot that it looks very similar to the concrete pedestals that tethered the floating island to the earth. But it just has um, uh, a gold-looking door with an inset where you could place that device. Okay. Um, I say, Tharn, just wait here. Of course. I'm in full regalia, armor, sword. Okay. I go over to the door and place the jewel. You place it, and it glows, and all the runes glow, and the gold door disappears. It's this very circular door, and it goes away. And it goes straight down as as a ladder. I go. All right, hang up with you again. All right, you go down there, and uh, it's very dark, but as you go down, the sun rods light up. Vroom, vroom. And you get down the spot, and you go further, and then there's this very ornate, antique wooden door with, uh, like, a circular metal handle that you can pull. Okay. I pull it. You open it up. Yep. And you go in, and there's this room with thrones everywhere. One wall that has no thrones on it with inscription, and the inscription says, Sit on your throne and clear your mind. But there's thrones everywhere. There's thrones everywhere. Is there any difference between them? Yeah, they, they, you can very well tell, like, the, it's like a progression. This one's older than that one, this one's older than that one, this one's all that, go all the way around the room until it gets to the newest one. Like, they look, like, old for some reason. They just look like, one looks like it was built a month ago, if not even. Hmm. Sit on your throne. And there's a picture of somebody on the throne, and they're sitting, uh, I think Indian style is the name of the word, where you have your arms, your legs crossed. Yeah, yeah. And he has his fingers like this, where he has middle and his, and his thumb together with his other fingers spread out. Next on one. every throne? No, that's that's carving on the wall with the instructions. Okay, I go and sit on the newest throne. Okay. And I clear my mind. <laughs> Alright. Seems that you're a bit like nothing's happening. Go ahead and try to make a will save. Six, six, Twelve. Alright, after, like, your mind is so filled with the, the things that are happening, uh, between the disease and frickin'... Kaiser Soze and what's going on with the Emperor? You just you're not able to clear your mind. You're not you're not you're not getting it. In what way can you convince me that you can manage to clear your mind? Oh, I know how. Okay. I use an actual back of my younger days. I used and this is real. I used to um, do meditation. Mm-hmm. Like I was kind of into Buddhism for a little bit, 
And so I do a, uh, a Zen meditation I've learned and used before. Okay. And it's basically you imagine um, a flower. Actually, you imagine a meadow. And then in your mind, you keep zooming in, you know, like a bunch mm-hmm. of flowers. Yeah. You zoom in one flower, then to the petal, then to the... And through doing that, it clears your mind. And it works because I've gotten, like, um, my teeth drilled without Novocaine doing that. Really? Yeah. That's I've, impressive. I've, actually, I've done that multiple times. And so what actually, when you do it right, what actually happens is you totally just lose time. And, like, whatever's happening around you has no meaning. All right. So I do that, which is something I've done. Awesome. Even to All a point right. of someone drilling my tooth, it doesn't get through. All right. You close your eyes and you do that. And no need to save. I like it. Um, this is happening. You can uh, – all of a sudden – you find yourself standing in the middle of the room and you look back and you can see yourself sitting there meditating in whatever position it was and there's a flame (laughs) comes up in one of the thrones and other flames start growing in the other thrones and then (laughs) they start getting bigger left and right and then appearing into that first flame is this picture that I sent you it looks like a deceased man, but um, you know, wearing old stuff that's rotted and, and old, and just a man who's been dead for many years. Uh, appears okay. out of the flame. It transforms into his body, but it's it's still very ethereal, and you can still kind of see the flame behind him or inside of him. Um, it kind of appears if he's an image inside the flame, and um, and candles start being lit all around the room that had not been lit before. And different okay. things that generate incense start going. And all the flames, some of the other flames start turning into people all around you. And uh, the guy, he's meditating in that position where some of the Indian style with his fingers. Mm-hmm. And he starts, and he's like floating above the, the throne. And he opens his eyes and he says, All hail, Roku Saki. And then you hear from all the other ones, All hail, Roku Saki. What do you do? I bow. To the main guy mm-hmm. he's the one uh, in the oldest looking chair yeah and i say um you're surrounded right now so you're surrounded by everybody all around you except for that one spot where it has the mural and then the door and i say uh you you honor me the oroku saki is to be honored what is it that troubles you i'm fi- i'm facing a a difficult decision and uh i'm at a crossroads and can take one of two paths and not sure which path to take. Another one speaks up. Why are you Oroku Saki? Because I killed the former. No, Oroku-sa. says another one. <laughs> but why? He does not know. He does not know. And you hear a very familiar voice say, He does not know. The old Oroku. And it's very thrown right next to you. And it is the old Oroku. Then perhaps you can enlighten me. We cannot tell you why you are you. No, we cannot. You must know. You, and the oldest one says, you find trouble in what to do, for you do not know why you do it. You are a man without a purpose. And a man without a purpose is most dangerous. You will come into many crossroads. This will not be the only time. And each time you will be in distress until you learn why you are a Roku Saki. As long as you do not know this, 
you will be more of a danger to your people than if they were in the middle of the wilds without shelter, without fire. Right now you do things because you can. You look at the world and you say, is it possible? Some humans would do anything to see if it was possible to do it. If you put a large switch in some cave somewhere with a sign on it saying, end of the world switch, please do not touch. The paint wouldn't even have time to dry. It is these kinds of people that are a danger. It is you who is a danger. You must find out why you are. Okay, and I suppose you're not just going to tell me. Because <laughs> you must find your own purpose. But once you find that purpose, then all what you must do will come into alignment. Understood. And, and uh, the Rokusaki next to you says, or next to your, your body, says, um, even if your purpose is dangerous, even if your purpose is, uh, even if no one else agrees with your purpose, if you find your purpose, you can accomplish great things. And another one goes, sometimes terrible things, but great things. Nothing, I, I bow. Okay. Uh, no Orokusaki ever returns here twice. It does not happen. Have you other things to ask? Ask them now, or ne'er will you be able to again. You may, you have an opportunity to learn from the past, to fix the present, and to lead the future. In the past, have things been brought from my world to this world? Or am I the first? There is none like you that has ever been encountered before, while there has been several after. Who is Su Chong? Su Chong. Su Chong is a man. No, great, no, no greater, no less than a man. Why does he help the Empire? He is confused where his home was, where his home is. He rejected his birth home and took another. Because his people rejected his ambition, rejected his purpose. Which is? Your, 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 pre your predecessor says, um, he seeks to manipulate that which should not be manipulated. You're speaking of his machines? I am. How do I destroy them? Any creature can be destroyed no matter how strong it is when it hit upon when it hits upon itself that is why there cannot be an unbreakable metal that why there cannot be a stone so strong that none can break it for it can always be broken by itself who's kaiser soze he is like you he has come after what if my purpose is to save this world and return to mine then that is your purpose then you will know which decision to make then your tasks will seem not as burdening then you will no longer be confused as what to do next. I see. Is that your purpose? What is your purpose? Why are you a Rokusaki? That is, to stop this evil and return home. That is a good reason to be a Rokusaki. Every Rokusaki before has had one overarching purpose that was informed by his main purpose, but remained, and that is to protect his people. Whatever a Rokusaki does, it must be for his people, to preserve them, to preserve who they are. We control our own fate. Whatever your purpose, if it aligns with this, then you are surely a Rokusaki. Now I understand. Now with understanding will come action. And they begin to fade away. Okay. And your, your eyes open, like just fling open and everything's normal. Like the only, the only light sun rods, all the candles are gone. There's no incense. There's no remainder of incense. This none of this seemed to have actually happened in the physical world. 
Okay. I uh, get up and go back out. When I come out, I'm like gleaming and I'm all white now. <laughs> Moses? Is it Moses? <laughs> Dude, Oroku. put a veil over your head. I'm now Roku the White. <laughs> Nerd. Nah, I come out. I go, uh, that was interesting. As you go out, the door seals. Uh, it comes back in without the thing in the middle. Okay. So the thing's gone. Yep. That was different. Let's go back <laughs> to the stronghold. I think I know what I have to do. Okay. What's going on? I think it would be too hard to explain. Let's just say it gave me a, a focus on what I have to do. We're going to go see Valerian. All right, you go back to the stronghold. All I right. go to Tassadar to see if the preparations have been made. Yes, yes they have been. It will be known that a royal has entered the core hall. And I'm going to follow Thorin's plan. So what we'll do is we will teleport outside the city somewhere and wait till the next sunrise and go in so that we are ready to be teleported out at a moment's notice. Very well. And just dress the mage as a servant. It will. We will make him your um, cupbearer. Attaché. Okay. Darn, you'll just, you'll just come alongside as an advisor. Okay, full regalia, right? Yep. Yep. I pat my sword. All right, you get into the carriage, and your holding is teleported right outside the city gates. You guys go in. No, we wait for the next morning. Right, but you go so in. Oh, you're going to wait to go into the city to the next morning. I'm waiting till the mage is recharged. All right, before you even go in the city. Okay. Right. All right, sorry. All right. So then that next day, we march right up to the gates, as right at opening. All right, at opening, you go in, there's a litter. Of course, I'm in the carriage. Of course, there's music and stuff, and people are all talking about what's going on, because you seem to be very important, and people are gossiping back and forth and pointing as you guys come in. You also have um, two of your soldiers are flanking your thing on horseback, uh, <laughs> on your left and right, as you go in. And then you look very important. And where do you go? We just go straight down whatever the main street is. Uh-huh. Like straight up to the palace. Very well. You go up to the main palace. How are you going to proceed? Uh, David, you're in the carriage, right? Yeah. Um, what is I your... I start out what, to announce what, me. Yeah, yeah. What, what is your official title? King in the North, Oroku King of the North. Okay. Just say, no, don't say Orokusaki. <laughs> the terrorist is alive. I, I get out of the carriage and I approach the palace gate. Alright. I, I approach. Is the gate closed? Is it open? No, it's open. There's like soldiers there. I approach one of the soldiers. Yes. We are here at the request of His Imperial Majesty Valerian Mangsk. Uh, and who is here at his request? The King in the North. Your presence shall be made known. And he, he draws, he like makes a motion and somebody goes in. And he goes, please, bring your, uh, let your litter come in. I look to the litter bearers and I nudge them in and I, and I with my like left hand on my sword, mm-hmm. I walk in next to the litter. Alright, uh, someone opens the, your cup bearer opens the door for you, uh, King. Just so you know, I'm wearing, like I have my regular stuff with the mask and everything, uh-huh. but then on top of that, I took, it's like a huge cloak. Alright. That covers all that. Like and Palpatine? It comes over your face, yeah, exactly. Right. Excellent. And I, I'm like right in the middle. <laughs> something, and I walk. something, something dark side. I walk something, right in kind of the middle something. of everybody. Complete. You know, so I'm like have a whole entourage around right. me. As it opens, like they bow to you and they're very formal. Uh, and they let you through. Uh, and then, you know, the soldiers let you through. 
And down comes Duran, and he says, uh, good king, and he bows, and he says, uh, your visit is well prepared for. Please, follow me. They lead you up in the palace, and they bring you uh, into uh, the throne room. And the door, the double doors are... And you see inside the room is his normal uh, special guard with the special face uh, masks of the clockwork. And there is um, two goliaths, one on each side of the room. These big pillars, there's big open windows. And there's um, Valerian on his throne, and he's kind of leaning into his hand. And he stands up, and he nods his head. Welcome to my kingdom. Oh, king in the north. Oh, great Sung Tzu. Well, you wished to meet face to face, and so I'm here. And let us talk, for it is you have come here to talk, yes? Yes. Very well. Come with me, I'll have your litter entertained. You may bring whom you wish. Let there be food and wine and entertainment. I only ask that my cupbearer and my advisor come with me. All right, he takes you into a, a side room and is very well decorated. And uh, and has a table. It's way better than any room you've ever been in before, as a uh, as a, as any time, any time before, and even the delicates. And there's food in the table and stuff. And looks like he's already prepared for you. But it's just us. Yeah. Okay. And he waves. He sits down. And he sits down. And with him is Duran. And of course, the walls are lined with his clockwork, uh, as always, almost as decoration. And he's with Duran. And you see Alex is there with him too. Mm-hmm. And he says. Uh, to what do I owe this honor, O oh great king? I wish to clear up the misunderstandings between us. And as I say that, I drop the big cloak. Okay. Hmm. And he kind of turns to, to Alex and goes, misunderstandings. I see. Well, I certainly misunderstood who you were, O oh member of the court of the king. I find it interesting that we have met before. I find we it clever and, I, and it pleases me. What's even funnier is I turn to Alex... And I said, good to see you again. And, and she kind of like this. <laughs> well, you have a flair for the dramatic. If you only knew. <laughs> if you only knew. Well, let us clear up some misunderstanding. First, let's go about what we do understand and see where these misunderstandings lie. So I understand it. I have yet to see David. And he is but one man. And the <laughs> only thing I asked for. I understand that I sent someone to do you honor. If I sent anyone else, it would have been a dishonor because of how much I trust Alex. And you treated her as if she was some street urchin and sent her back with nothing. These are the things I understand. Tell me how I'm misunderstanding. I did not send Alex back with nothing. She burned what I sent back. Did she burn a person? She burned a piece of paper. Oh. See, I don't remember asking for a piece of paper. So I think Alex acted appropriately. Huh. Emperor, it's interesting to see you in this... How should I say this? To see you in this light. Usually I think of you as a man who sees many, many things. And yet you seem not to see something so plain. Something so plain. And what is it that I don't see, O King? Has it ever occurred that to you that I have answered your request? My request to bring David to me. Yes. He kind of like squints almost. I don't take your meaning. Why do you assume that David and the king of the north is two different things? I start chuckling. You see a smirk. I don't believe it. <laughs> and I lift the mask. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> David, you fool. 
and uh, almost in a joking way, I kneel, my emperor. <laughs> Meet the king of the north. He actually laughs. <laughs> David, you... What's with all the posturing? You have to... Well, obviously there's a long story here. It, uh, it must be long. But please understand, nothing was to be disrespectful, but I had to play this out, so to speak, in a certain way as to maintain my new status. Why didn't you reveal yourself so, well, last could, time you were here? I'll be honest, I, I wasn't sure quite what your reaction would be, and I needed to kind of string things out a little bit. I thought you would be a little displeased with Oh, David. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm overjoyed that it's you, but your revelation is... Uh, earlier it would have been better. I needed to do a few things, and I would love to say it was my plan all along, but by delaying it, I've actually learned more things by spending more time in my new role. Duran, Alex, get out of here. I need to speak with David alone. Get your cupbearer out of here and your... whoever this man is. I look to David as, as if I'm awaiting orders. So be it. I bow and I leave the room. David, uh, before we get into anything, we need to address your plague problem and the problem of those marauders. Oh, so you're up to date. Good. Oh, I'm quite up to date. Uh, This sucks. The plague is of my design. I sent people in there to give your men the plague. Well, the good news is you did it right because it's totally working. Hmm. I'd say good, but it's not a good thing. Uh, As for the marauders, they are not by my design, but I fully intended to take advantage of them. I have something in play for that myself. I will send aid to you north immediately uh, when we're done talking here and do my best to undo what has been done with the plague. And just to save time, I update him on my plan in the forest. Okay. Just so his men don't get caught up in the melee. Very good. But if they could squeeze them from the other side, it would probably be an easy victory. You see, David, oh man, there's so much to talk about now. It's been so long since we've seen each other. Until this revelation that you are the same person as the king in the north. Um, my plan was to give the king more things that he, than he could get, deal with. Make him come to me for aid. And then, of course, I would, out of the oh, great kindness in my heart, send him aid in the form of clockwork. And then I would have a standing force inside the north. One of the many ways it could have worked out. Well, now you have something even better. Well, unfortunately, I also had a lot of dying people on my hand. If you had only revealed yourself the few weeks earlier when you were here, this could have been avoided. I only hesitated because I saw the letter to Phoenix. Ah, yes, that. I did not wish to perish. Well, But then I came to the conclusion that I had no choice but to reveal myself and let the chips fall where they would. I hope you understand that letter, David. At first, had you come home safely. And then as a method of last resort... From despite what these actions were going to tell you, I don't wish to spill blood. And though you are very interesting to me, and I think there's a lot of benefits to having you around, I felt that the benefits of having uh, to avoid a situation in the North outweighed the benefits of having you around. Well, I'm not angry about the order. I understand that I just didn't want to die, which is why I didn't reveal myself. Oh, this changes so many things, David. You could bring your friends back in. I just didn't want to admit that I started the plague in front of everybody. And that will stay between us. I trust it. 
I have one other thing to tell you before I bring them back in. Yes. As I assume there's no reason to hold anything back now, correct? Correct. There is no King of the North. Oh. This was a, a false, something they had concocted to make people think there was a king. Hmm. I am actually Orokusaki. I'm sorry, you want to run that by me again? Orokusaki is not a man. He's an idea. And whoever the Orokusaki is, the land bends to his whims. So if he is an evil man, like the last Orokusaki, then Orokusaki seems like a criminal. And since I killed the Orokusaki, that's how I got this position. But now that it's me, the Orokusaki is a man of justice hmm. and peace. And so this is the culture I'm spreading in the land. Interesting. Y your position is going to save so many lives. Are you aware of that? Yes, and after weighing it all out again, it's why I've decided to reveal it. I feel having me there and all of them obey my command without question. Let's bring the rest in here. I need my advisors with me. All right. Me too. <laughs> Before he comes in, he comes over and gives you a hug. I hug him back. Yeah. And I say I'm sorry that I waited so long. We shall make the best of the situation. Everyone is brought back in, which is you, Alex, Duran, and your cupbearer. Well, we've got a lot to discuss. And oh, I forgot to tell him. I was also going to say when he asked why I didn't reveal myself. Yeah. I was going to say, to be honest, I thought you were going to see right through it. Uh -oh. Like, I kept waiting for you to <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> you seem like such a smart guy. The most pressing, I'm sure, is the things from your world. It would be better for me to show you than to talk to you. Okay. So, let us talk about things today. And tomorrow, let us, let me take you somewhere. Okay. Which is castle? It's a place you'll be familiar with. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about, uh, let's not do this here. Let's, let's go out. You guys hungry? Sure. Let's go. I could nosh. Uh, so he takes you out to some outdoor like restaurant kind of thing, and you guys are eating. He's like he has like an, he has some sort of fruit. And he's coming up with a knife and eating it, and he goes. And by the way, now my mask is. I'm not wearing my mask gotcha. anymore. He goes. So, the north, the north, the north, the north. How big are its forces? My face, kind of. My jaw doesn't drop, but my face kind of grows like frustrated. How big are its forces? Is that what he asked? Yeah. That's actually a complicated question. They don't have uh, an army in the traditional sense, but a sort of spider web type network of warriors, assassins, and spies who are very, very effective in many, many things. Uh, not so much beating an army on the field, as it were. And also the land itself is somehow... Can you mute yourself while you're doing that, Dom? Sorry. And somehow the land itself is alive. Well, that I'm aware. Attack. I yeah. know that. I know so of how you that control is, nature. That is the power of the North. It seems they could reach out and get to somebody anywhere. And it's people. Do they love the king or their Oroku? They feared him. I'm trying to change that. But they are submissive to him in all ways. Even to that way, that a new Oroku could completely change the culture and they will change with him. Interesting. Quite different than fact, us, I'd say. Our people would not be so easily swayed. 
In fact, in the beginning, I changed many, many things. I mean, complete turnaround and without even an argument from anybody. In fact, when I asked for people's advice, that seemed foreign to them that I would even heed anyone else's opinion, which, as you know, is not our way. So I'm a bit overwhelmed. This is not one of the many divergent paths I planned for. I planned for a lot. This was not one of them. I do say, though, I did think that you were in league with the king. There was a couple things in your letters that tipped me off. One, your king wrote to me and wanted to be my friend. Eh. <laughs> the fact that you told me not to be angry with the king, how would you know that I would be angry with him if you had not read his letter? So either you had to have, you had to have read his letter or had to be some sort of discussion between you two. And I was, it was racking my mind why you had al- allied yourself with the king. Yeah, humble friend, my ass. <laughs> But you had to know that I wanted you back that night. I see why your king was in such a weird position. If you didn't want to reveal yourself, you didn't want to come. David, I'm glad you're back. You are, um... Well, I mean, I think... You and I seem to be the only people on this whole frickin' planet who understand the dangers of something not from our world. Yeah. Yes, and I encountered several other things not from our world, all of which are now deceased. But it did cost me, and I, like, want my fake arm on the table. And what happened there? Ah, uh, you know, the usual blow up a weather machine, lose your arm, that kind of thing. So there was a weather machine. I thought that might have been a lie. None the of that king, is a lie. Yeah, the I, sun I, chime king, in, I, I chime in, destroy the moon. Yeah, the sun king happens to destroy the moon sounded kind of on purpose to me. It was not on purpose. All that was true. That's how Phoenix died. Uh, that is what Orokusaki was doing. That's why he got that staff. And the machine is, I assure you, not a threat. It's in pieces. Good. Well, honestly, I can't talk about much until tomorrow where we go. Uh, so I want you to rest. Spend some time here. Um, we'll talk tomorrow. I know this seems like, oh, we just met. Now I'm walking away. But trust me, you'll understand tomorrow. And then I kind of pick up my mask and I say, and I hope you understand that I will have to maintain my role with my people. We'll, we'll discuss that tomorrow. No, I mean between now and tomorrow. He's going to have to understand I have to put my mask back on and go be the king. Very well. That is okay. where we will end. That's a good place to end. Something interesting will be happening tomorrow. All right. I can't tell you how happy I as a GM you finally revealed himself because there's so many more warlike things that were happening that were going to happen. Like already with the plague, there was going to be more stuff that was going to happen. I was starting to get that feeling. So I was like, let's just do this. Did you guess that he had spread the plague on there on purpose? Yeah. Oh. All of a sudden, out of the blue, like two days after that letter, all of a sudden we catch the plague. Mm-hmm. Man, he's ruthless. Tells me more about him. The many, for the few, for the many. Any any leader that would use biological warfare is a ruthless dude. That's why I wanted to be friends with him again. <laughs> Not enemies. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. Your players have been David and Dom, and Caleb has been your GM. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening.